Welcome to This Guy's Sick. I'm Sam, and I'm being joined by Leslie Ann the Baron. Yeah, that me. The uh, priest guy. Yeah, priest guy. Good works. And Chris with the cane lady way. Uh, we do not have the lock prick himself, the master of the keyblade, the guy who fucks doorknobs and locks, obviously. TNT is not here this week. He had to bow out uh, due to work. Work, And um, he's not He's not a locksmith. No, <laughs> master of uncocking. Yeah, uncocking, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does nice. he, he, he's, he's, he's one of those people like um, he'll, he'll be back he was meant to be here for this because it's a sort of a part B uh, to last week on, on Nostalgia which was basically a swapping stupid dumb shit uh, our highest rated episode uh, we've got a shout we'll give a shout out to John McMahon again because he's listening we'll give a shout out to Daryl as well because he's he, he's he's interested in this one so we've got a couple of shout outs there so before we get started on the main topic, what's what's been going on with you, Chris? Anything got you excited? Anything got you sad? R- real life shit, gaming shit, movie shit? Uh, more gaming related. Yeah. Um, a little bit disappointed that the release date for Destiny's Shadow Keep's been pushed back, but their reasoning behind it is they want to make it the game they want it to be. So for that, I don't really mind too much. I'm not so much of a fan. The fact it's going to be a hundred and sixty-five gig update. <laughs> It's just going to fucking ruin my PS4. It's pretty big. Just jump, just do what I did. Jump on Amazon, VAT off. Get yourself a two tera hard drive. Uh, I got, I got a C, uh, what a Seagate. So a, yeah, de- yeah. a decent fucking good. hard drive. Seagate's good. Um, it, it's a powered hard drive. It's not one of them lame ones that you get lag on because they're they're powered by USB. USB. They're powered by their own power yeah. cable. See, so, yeah, it's like it's not necessarily a storage thing. It's the fact that our internet shit. Uh, that could be. A That's problem. it's not going to be for much longer. No, although we haven't heard about that. No, they, well, it, was good. it would take a bit. That is true. Yeah, yeah it's my internet decent. So it's actually, it's actually pretty. pretty oh, and it's going to be great after we get the upgrade. Well, you see, you're quite close to so Guernsey. Talking Guernsey already. Um, town is like got the best internet, and yeah. I I live where this studio is, which is on the top floor of my. I, I call it a flat, but it's got three fucking floors. So yeah. it's basically a house. On top top floor is the studio, and. I, where I live in the heart of town, you have the best internet speeds on the island. Yeah, because it's where all the banks are. It's 100, all, 100 gig. And when I say gig. bank, Oof, when, when I say banks, I don't mean your local Lloyd's. I'm talking like Credit Suisse, mm. your Julius Bears, your fucking multi-billion-pound banking, yeah, your Royal Bank of Scotland headquarters, and all that shit here. Like, it's all, it's all there. Then it's, you go about ten minutes on the road, and it's fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah. It's like we might get a hundred. If not, we get seventy-five. Which is good, but you just live just outside the town, yeah. so you should still technically be able to get 100. be able to get the good access to the internet. Yeah. If we can get hundred, we're gonna. The further yeah. you move yeah. away from town in Guernsey, the worse your internet is. Pretty much, yeah. It shouldn't be, and it won't be once five G comes in. If we got to, but, if we go up to hundred, I can start streaming again, which is yeah, great. Yeah, you yeah. can start streaming, and what he does when he streams, because obviously Mixer has got some. Did you hear any news about Mixer? Mixer. Mixer, which is Microsoft's one, oh, Ninja yeah. jumped ship. A couple of others have jumped ship to Mixer. They've put, <coughs> out, they've put out a dress code. Yeah. I actually don't know what the dress code is. Can I masturbate on camera on it? Um, no. No, no, chat no. But I think. I th- what's, is there a gay chatterbait? No. Uh, Pro- well, it's on probably. there. It's already on there, isn't it? Not that I know. <clears throat> I've never used that site. Um, Myself, I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, right. But I just yeah, it, it has got yeah. a gay tab and a trans. Just if, if you want, I, I just want people to see my dick, man. Yeah, so that's going to be because we're revamping our Patreon. So we yeah. can say that we're revamping the Patreon this week. It'll be all, it'll, all new, all revamped. Just because 
to be fair, I don't even touch. I don't touch it. Yeah. And I, I need to. I need to start touching it more. Yeah. I need to start playing with it. That's like the opposite of me. Like, Fiddling with it. I need to start really, yeah. really having a go on it. Yeah. Just, uh, don't get caught doing it. Don't get caught doing it. No. And don't put it in the lock. Yeah. Real. Where someone turns the key, <laughs> which which is not what happens. But yes, the story was that that, that TN the Keyblade Master got his penis stuck in the door, and he that's going to go down in infamy. And the more people that listen to the podcast, <laughs> especially local people, there's been an up, uptake of Guernsey people listening. He doesn't use a nickname. No. Yeah, you know, we all use nicknames. Yeah. He uses TN. Yeah. There ain't many fucking TNs on the island. No. No. So, it's like maybe. Do you think four people are like? People are finding him an inspiration and, and then sticking their dicks into fucking locks as well. It could be, yeah. It's like a budget circumcision. He, he's, he's just, just <laughs> suddenly G4S and Island Locksmith just get a boost of fucking um, workload. <laughs> unlocked. Foreskin. Yep. <laughs> fucking circumcision. Achievement unlocked. Circumcision. Get cut, me. They're looking forward to that skin in Modern Warfare remake. Whee. Yeah. That's alright. It'll only be like fucking five ninety nine for one skin. Don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> so yeah Guernsey's weird yeah right so yeah Destiny Destiny bro I'd like that they're doing it to be fair because what it shows me whacking out a 120 gig fucking update means that since the split from those fucking vulturous cunts at Activision Blizzard who are, go- who are the, fucked the, the, at the moment the, the, the oh, fucking yeah. the cesspit scumbags yeah. M&EA the, the fucking worst Pieces of shit in the gaming industry. We need, we need to talk about them in a bit, actually. We need to. As Vision Blizzard. We will. Because they're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Right, those fucking scumbags obviously ruined Destiny. Mm. And now Bungie have come back to it. To me, seeing something that size means what the fuck have they done to this game? They must have done loads to it. And that's not just going to be an expansion, is it? Mechanics, is it? There's a lot. They've they've probably taken all the shit that Activision Blizzard forced them to cut out as DLC and just put it all back into the game. Yeah, maybe could be something like that. Because you think how big is Destiny's forty gig Destiny two? So this they've got an update three times, basically three times the size of the original game file. Because it's not like Bungie make bad games. No, no, no. no. Look at the Halo games. Absolutely. Look at look look at the first Destiny. Look at Destiny two. Genuinely, is a mechanically. Is a good game. Yeah. The problem with it is, it poorly managed, didn't do anything the fans wanted, and, I, and when you read into it, it's not on. None of that's on Bungie. None of it's on Bungie no. at all. So I'm I'm all for it. Hopefully, it will get players back. People still haven't gone back to it. I know people kind of did a little bit with the break, the split, and there's been a few updates since. Yeah. So people have gone back to it, but not in droves. They've gone back to it in like drips and drazzles. And some people are still leaving it, leaving the game, because you've got Apex, and you've got Gapex, Gay Sex. Yeah, yeah. You've I'm got done. you've got Gay Sex, which you which you've had many times, mm. and you've got well Fortnite still, but that's got to be the bubble's got to be bursting on that. Scene. I don't know. Uh, it's still pretty fucking big. Yeah, you got League of Legends is still big. Yep. Um, League of Legends is always going to be big. But Destiny needs to claw back. They, I, I think the rise of Fortnite comes from Destiny fucking up so much. Possibly. Because when Fortnite you got from when Fortnite came out, it was not as big as Destiny Two. Now it's bigger. When Fortnite came out, it wasn't as big as PUBG. No. But you look at it now. But then, how many people went from Destiny Two feeling disappointed and jumped onto Fortnite? 
I'd say a high percentage. Possibly. It depends which on what is, you're looking well, for. Right? This is why EA rushed Anthem out. Because they thought they yeah. could fucking pick at the, the vulturous shit. cunts that they are. Yeah. Thought that they could pick at the, the bones of Destiny with a fucking piece of shit game. Fucking budget Iron Man simulator. Yeah. Like that I don't, listen, you can, put, you can put fucking Mass Effect armor in your game. I'm still not fucking playing it, you pricks. And the worst yeah. thing is, I had it on pre-order. I had it on pre-order before I knew anything about it. Fucking unicorn It came to like four, four or five days before it was released. And I was like, I'm going to fucking cancel this shit game. It, it I'm cancelling it. So I clicked cancel. And I did get refunded for it. So I'm happy for I'm happy with that. It still turned up. Because it already shipped it. <laughs> and I played it for an hour and a half. Yeah. And then I went. No, I, I did YNT in that when he pre-ordered um, Anthem though. It's like, why would you pay 40 quid just for Warframe? Warframe is free, dude. It is. It, it, I, I'm going to give it some credit. I did enjoy the flying mechanics. Yeah. A lot. I was like, oh, this is... The, I mean, if you fine-tune these flying mechanics in this game, this, is, this could be a lot of fun. It's not fun. That's the problem. The yeah. world is shit. The lore is shit. It feels like it's trying to rip from Destiny a lot. It feel, what it felt like to me was a mix between Destiny and Mont Hunter World's lore. Yeah. Mix the two together and you kind of get Anthem. And they, the way you fly, they rip from, they straight up take from Tony Stark in the Avengers films. 100%. That's how you fly in the same sort of way he does hands and feet. Just not, you know, there's not nothing original about that game. But it looked nice. For when it wasn't buggy and falling apart, yeah, and the flying felt good, the game was shit. <laughs> what can you do? I mean, I know I'd rather play it as in terms of a space running gun simulator, Vanquish. Yeah, Vanquish is good. Rather just play fucking Mass Effect. Yeah, that too. Yeah, just give me a fucking decent Mass Effect. Yeah. Fuck off that Android. I'd actually call it non-canon. I'd get rid of Andromeda. That's no longer canon. Blind Re- Reset yeah. it and fucking do something else. Yeah. And don't, don't I don't need to fly in the I don't need to be able to hover in the sky to shoot shit. I like the run and gun, I like hiding behind walls, I like the fact that you you could basically a pause menu to select abilities to use and shit. Yeah. It mixed it mixed a third person shooter with RPG elements so fucking well yeah. that I don't think anything else has done it as good as Mass Effect in that way, mixing the two together. Mm. But you know these these dickheads they, they don't they don't all they're worried about is money. So speaking of money, you actually mentioned yeah Activision Blizzard. So. It's, it's not only Activision Blizzard now either. It's Rockstar as well. Yeah. Yep. So Activision Blizzard um, are being investigated currently for five billion euros worth of tax evasion. Yeah. And in America, they're also being investigated for three hundred and forty-five million dollars. Fucking hell. So, if, if those both get proven true, Activision Blizzard's going to dissolve. Good. Pretty much. And listen, we're not saying... The only thing that... The only thing that upsets me out of that whole thing is... Warcraft. Yeah, Warcraft and Overwatch will die instantly. I don't give a fuck about Overwatch. Couldn't get into it. That's when the loot box craze kicked off with Overwatch. Yeah. Well, I mean, it existed before that, but it popular. Not... It. That's what made it a craze, yeah. And... I didn't like WoW. I couldn't get into it. But Warcraft 2 and 3 are fucking great games. Yeah. You know? 
And there's a lot of lore and good storytelling involved in that. Warcraft 3 is one of the best RTSs. Yeah. So it's 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 a shame that that shit's going to fucking happen. And I, did they release a Warcraft game on the PS1? I don't think so. I don't know. I think they, they might it might be free. It might it might have been a port of um, Warcraft One. Yeah, they definitely definitely. I think because I remember playing one on the PS One and going, I didn't know this one on PS One. You, you might be thinking about Warhammer. No, they did a lot of Warhammer. There's games. a lot of Warhammer on PS One. I played I played a lot of Warhammer games. Okay, on Legacy of the Horn Rat Boy. All the Command and Conquer style ones were fucking epic. They were really good games. Hell yeah. I used to rent them from Blockbuster. Fuck yeah. Speaking of nostalgia, pull one out for Blockbuster, our fallen brothers. Rest in peace, my dude. Yeah. That's what you get for not adapting and evolving. Yeah. As a business strategy. Um, good. I can't stand fucking... Like, like they're, they're two companies. Their business practices wind me up to the point that I get angry. I sling on YouTube and there'll be a video and I'll be like, oh, EA at it again. And every fucking time with EA and Activision Blizzard, every time, they're just snidey pricks. Well, and then just outside that is Bethesda. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm starting to feel like that about Bethesda as well, especially with the fucking loot boxes and shit. Because like fucking like if you think about it, back when um they announced Fallout Four, fucking Todd Howard could do fucking nothing wrong, mm. and now like he's just fucking he's like the next Peter Molyneux. Well, I played. I've been playing. I, I mentioned this last week. I've been playing Skyrim a lot recently. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I thought, I, I'm, there's nothing out right now new that I want to play. Yeah. I've got some games on pre-order coming out. I've got uh, a new wrestling game on pre-order, obviously, so I play the shit out of those. I've got Seven Remake on pre-order, the Soldier Edition, Same. the statue, because I just couldn't not get it. Yeah, I pre-ordered uh, it day one. I, I've got maybe, I can't remember, I've got something out of Gears, Gears 5 I've got on pre-order. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually thinking of cancelling that. Yeah. Because I know it's a month away. It's already gone gold. That was the news today. Yeah. Gears 5's gone gold. Because... It's going to be free on Game Pass. on Ultimate, and I've yeah. got that. So why am I buying? So I'm gonna. I know I wanted this, the collectors. The, I pre-ordered the collectors edition. Yeah. But actually, I get the game free on my fucking Ultimate Pass. So why am I paying for it? I think I only have. I only have two pre-orders at the moment, and they're both Switch games, which is very weird for me. I've only got one game. I don't normally like playing games on the Switch. Apart from Fire Emblem. I need to get stuff. a fucking Switch because yeah. the, just the, the lack of micros makes me happy. A game, one of the games I have on pre-order I think you'd love. Yeah. Fucking Demon X Machina. Basically Gundam. Check it out. It's it great. looks awesome. Yeah. It does. Oh, there's a new Gundam game in the works as well. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. That'd be nice. Oh, I'd be up for another Dynasty Gundam. Oh, absolutely. Those games are well, fucking Dynasty awesome. Dynasty Warriors Gundam 4. The, yeah. the, that is the tits, that game. I really enjoy it. It's my, actually my favourite Dynasty Warriors games. Yeah, uh, is the Gundam one. Yeah, Dynasty Warriors Gundam. Uh, is it Gundam Infinite? Yeah. The the fourth one. And I suppose Gundam te- Reborn. I suppose yeah. technically in the Dynasty's franchise you can include the Berserk game. Berserk game's good. It's okay. It's I just it. Dynasty Warriors. I like Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, but it, and I mean, it goes through the story. And the, the Attack on Titan. The first, I haven't played the second. I haven't played the second one either. The what? first one was so yeah. much fun. Uh, Wings of Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking zipping around. Oh, yeah. I actually watched the the rest of season three of uh, Attack on Titan. Good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I haven't got. I've into actually it. started reading. I found it, it hard to get into actually really? season three. Yeah, I f- but I found that at the beginning Dude, of like, season two because season one ends on such a cliffhanger, and then season two takes a bit of a detour before getting back on track. The the second half of season three is fucking like it's so confusing, man. Shit gets turned on its head. But then I find this as well with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Still, yeah. to me, season one 
it's my favourite season. And everyone else says the opposite. They go, no, no, you need to get past season one and then it gets better. But for me, the whole Joe Star Dio dynamic in season one is the best it's been in the whole series. I really like to. Quite a lot. Maybe because well, I just like shiny boys, who knows? And I, I like uh, Stardust Crusaders. Yeah. I think that's a lot of fun. Uh, I like the cars. My other rocks, fucking no, my other cars are rock in space. Yeah. There you go. Um, but like, you know, do you know what it is with Jojo? Do you remember the bits in it where they're like in a fucking submarine? Uh, <laughs> like all that, like sometimes that stuff is just boring. Well, what you got to remember is like fucking, it's unfortunate. Joseph's really fucking rich. Yeah. But no, they're in a submarine, and there happens to be a stand stand in a cave that's fucking up the submarine with a minute. And it's like a whole two episodes of this fucking submarine shit. And I, I remember watching it and thinking. I could do without. I could do without some Dude, stuff. Wait, wait until the that? anime part seven. That shit is mad. I mean, the dumbest shit is still when that when there's that gorilla stand user when the sand is when the, the when it's the, when yeah the stand is the entire boat. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just or, fucking so dumb. Or the stand that could take over. Well, no, that could pose as other people, and it's like lick 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 lick. Oh. While I find that fucking hilariously yeah. funny episode, and they're on the fucking uh, zip wire fucking thing going back and forth on me. It's kind of a dull episode. It's actually frustrating. You're like, it's fucking obviously not him. And you all know it ain't him. What like And, and like they're getting attacked in a hotel room, but I think I ties you under the bed. Rocks up all I fucking do you understand. That stuff, to me, Boy. is kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. It's not as good as the other bits in it. And I just wish... I don't know if it's dumb on purpose to like I mean, have you, have you watched or episode. I've started it, so... Four's good. I love the antagonist to Four. He's really good. He's gay. <laughs> I mean, he likes hands. He also likes blowing stuff up. Yeah. I can relate. To be fair, you can, he, there's every character in Jojo you just put in front of you and go, he's gay. Yeah. All in fact, that, in part five, there is a lot gay. of actual confirmed gay characters, isn't it? Yeah, because it was always just played with, but now it yeah. is I mean, confirmed. dude, it's not gay, it's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pacquiao is pretty gay. Yeah. I mean, I got, a guy did blow a load in his chest, so. <laughs> he got donated, mate. And um, yeah, so I, know, I feel like that with that. And there's, there's other anime that do it to me as well. I'm just like, for fuck's sake. Even ones I like JoJo, so it's not saying yeah. even ones I like. But even ones I follow religiously, like Dragon Ball, where I cannot miss an episode. Yeah. If I was to go back and watch all of Dragon Ball, I'm missing probably the entire first half of the original Dragon Ball when Goku's a young boy. Young boy. And, yeah, young boys. Until until he gets to being like a teenager onwards, because that stuff's kind of tedious. There's no fun fact. I have watched like fucking five episodes of Dragon Ball. Yeah, I haven't watched any of it really. It's 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 funny. It's cute, but it drags. And then if I go to Dragon Ball Z, shit like Garlic Junior. Yeah, shit like Great Saiyan Saga. I've I've watched the whole of Dragon Ball Z probably about three four times. That stuff I'd skip. I mean, like Garlic Junior. He turns up. Goku's not there. He fights everyone else. They're fucking back off into the dead zone because he's from the original Dragon Ball, and that's the end of that's the end. Of it. And he's literally just filler. I don't even think it's in the in the manga. I think it's a complete filler. Yeah. The same as the Great Saiyan Saga. It's him and Videl. It does nothing. It's just there until Majin Buu shows up. Yeah. I'll make an exception for the tournament in heaven that Goku has. Yeah. He fights Pekon because I enjoyed it, and I was like, I want to know more about this, and and. You never ever find out anything more about anything, any of those characters. You never see him again. Yeah. There's a bit in it where the guy Pekong goes, 
And he goes, oh, you wear weighted turban on your head like Piccolo. And he goes, Piccolo? And you know, as if he knows him, and like he's another green dude, but he's not a, Nam a Namekian, he's, he's something else. Never ever expand on it again. Yeah. That stuff makes me go, you dick, like you dicks, I want more. But then you realise these are just filler episodes while they're catching up with the with the manga so that yeah. the manga can carry on. Yeah, that, that's exactly what, um, what Attack on Titan's doing. Because when I finished season three, I realised that the, there's not much of the manga after that. I was like, I can read this in like a day. It does. It does make me think. While we're on the topic of it, like um, we've loads, especially the shonen stuff, because yeah. they come out what once every two weeks. Uh, shonen stuff normally comes out once a week. Once a week, they can animate so much that normally, like two months worth of comics, is technically one episode. And that's why they catch up so quick because yeah. the comics aren't big and not no, enough weapons in it. They're normally like ten pages. Yeah, so it's really bad for Jojo you would think though that they'd have someone who could like be hired to write sub stories that don't get published and just go you've caught up with us have this you've caught up with us have this yeah yeah that's not technically canon to the manga but if they wanted to go back and redo it for the manga they've got a script for it they've already sorted it it, it, it fits in with their future plans because sometimes and it has happened where an anime series will go off on a tangent for, and then it gets cancelled because the tangent's so bad and then that affects yeah. the comic sales and the comic gets fucking cancelled as yeah. well. It's like, like with stuff like um, I suppose a more recent example of this is fucking A Kamega Kill where halfway through the anime it completely diverges from the manga entirely. Like it completely changes from that point. And then they can't rejoin it. No. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. Like um, another one that was bad for it was Bleach. Mate, I haven't really watched Bleach. If you watch Bleach without the filler, it's actually enjoyable. But yeah. if you watch any of the filler, you're going to just turn off. I've been told to say about Naruto. I, I watched the entirety of the original Naruto with all the fillers, but once I got to ship it in, I was like, I'm kind of good. We're just skipping this fluff. Yeah. Okay. It's like that in Super as well. There's a whole arc with um, these poachers and trunks and, and go and it's just not a go tent. It's just not worth watching. It's a pile of shit. Skip any any time it's Trunks and Goten going off on a little adventure on their own. That's when they're trying. What's to... What's that? The fucking the future Trunks arc is just fill up, right? Young <laughs> kid, the kid versions. Of yeah. Trunks. Just skip it. Yeah. Just skip it. Because the the future Trunks stuff is fucking Goku Black. Isn't yeah, it's Goku Black. Yeah. yeah. You can skip that bit. It's not important. I've heard that shit's lit. That's the best place to kind of start. Isn't it? Really? Mm, if you've seen the movies. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't. That's is that before or after the fucking um. The fucking tournament. The the tournament, the six and seven tournament. No, the tournament of power. Yeah. The tournament of power is the end. Oh, it. okay. There is the tournament between Beerus and Champions. I've already seen that. Yeah. yeah. That's straight after the movies. Yeah. So if you've seen that, yeah, I have. To then go. you go straight to Goku Black. Yeah. 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 And then after that, there's some stuff with Hit and some other bullshit. Hit being OP as fuck. Yeah. Uh, he comes to kill Goku and then you realise that Goku hired him himself to test his own abilities well yeah because he was he, he was always saying he wanted to fight Hit and Hit was just like nah yeah so he hires Hit to kill Goku and everyone's like who hired Hit to kill Goku and it's like when Goku beats him he's like oh it was me mm. oh no he doesn't beat him they realise they cannot beat each other yeah and then he says to him I hired you because you wouldn't fight me yeah this is so I can train with you yeah. And then Hit's like, well, his contract's none of the way them off. Yeah. And then they're mates after that. Yeah. 
So after that, the respect for each other is too fucking high. But when they're in the tournament of power, yeah. they want to fight each other, but they're watching each other's asses. Yeah. And that happens quite a lot. The same happens with um, Cabba and Vegeta. Yeah. So he's just like... I really want to watch the stuff with fucking Jiren, because I've heard that shit is fucking amazing. Jiren's just the fucking almost god level of power. Yeah. And so Toppo, he actually starts becoming a god of destruction during the tournament. Mm. Which is what he's being trained for, but then that's what Goku and Vegeta are being trained for by Wiz. So yeah. when Beerus decides to go, Vegeta is now going to take over. But yeah. I don't know why they're still training Goku at the same time. Vegeta's already said, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll destroy shit to keep balance, of course. But yeah, we'll move away from Dragon Ball since there's still some more gaming news. So, yeah. Um, anything else in your minds that comes up? Uh, a game which has been being teased for a couple of years now has finally got more towards a release date and actually a proper gameplay trailer and it what? looks fucking awesome Shin Megami Tensei 5 no I mean that's lost to the ether ugh no um, you may have seen like little clips about it on YouTube or like Facebook uh, Greedful yeah oh yeah I was watching the gameplay trailer for it this morning and it looks like a mix between Black Flag The Witcher and um, Pillars of Attorney. Because okay. it, it has that aspect where if you're in the middle of a fight and you start getting swarmed by people, you can pause, you can effectively pause the game, start targeting people, and line up all your actions. So it's mixing action combat with RPG turn based selection yeah. strategy. But the, the, actual, good fucking the actual combat is all. Like, um, so you pause it, you select who you're going for, and then when you unpause it, you now do button prompts to attack them. Yeah. That, that sound, it almost sounds a little bit like what parts of the 7 remake have in it. Because obviously, when it shows you building up the barrier to be able to pause to hit certain attacks and special abilities and stuff. Yeah. People, people seem to be scared of that sort of thing. The slowing down time to give you a... I think that's the way forward for RPGs. Yeah. Genuinely, and especially when you when action and RPGs are coming together, you can do stuff like that in um, Ghost Recon. Yeah, you know where you go and select what your teammates do, and you find a good place to hide because the time still moves, and you move your your drone about to have a look at what you're doing, and and you can select you go and do this, you go there, and then I'm like, and it puts real time, it puts strategy that we wouldn't get in an action game in a third person shooter, and it makes it a lot of fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. So we got some microtransaction news. Yeah. We we mentioned the cat crash last week, Crash Team Racer and yeah. microtransactions. What these what these vulturous, filthy cunts are doing. Yeah. The reason why they don't announce them beforehand it's to fix review scores. Is to fix the review scores and so they don't have to put a sticker on the box to say this game has in app purchases. Yeah. That should be fucking illegal. Yeah. The, and they, why aren't the ESA don't do shit about it? So going, oh well, they've added it to the game afterwards. No, okay. Because it was there on release. They, they they knew they fucking knew they were doing this shit. Yeah. They just didn't tell anyone about it. 
They la- they waited a week, two weeks after release before they fucking activated it in well, the game. That's because the ESA are fucking incompetent. Well, I think they're under the fucking. I think they're getting Is paid. That, did you hear about every um every influencer that went to fucking E3 ended up getting doxxed because yeah, they all um, got doxxed because ESA fucking um leaked all their information. It's just a fucking useless, just useless. And you know, and, I, and I'm reading this, going, hang on it, hang on a minute, right? So. If you worked in finance regulation for a regulatory board that governs finance, every bank, every lender has to look after. Like they fucking, when you, they go for a visit and they want to know what your company does, say you didn't offer um, lending, yeah, you just offered trusty, like doing trusts, doing stuff like that, yeah, Do, doing doing offering trusts and investments. You don't offer lending. If they came for a visit. And you went, yeah, it's all our stuff for trust and lending. And then they left. And two weeks later, you went, lol, we're lending. We're lending money to people. They would be on your fucking case going, give us the information. You cannot act. You cannot do this until we, we say so. You didn't present any of this in your business plan. You've done fuck all. Like, they would be on you. The ESA don't do shit. Yeah. But what they should be doing when they, when they put games out, physical copies of games, obviously, if you turn around and go... Yeah, we uh, we're adding microtransactions to it. Should be the law to say recall the games and put the sticker on it and put them back on the shelves, Dan. Well, because they would they wouldn't want to do it. They'd be so pissed off having to recall every copy on the shelf of Crash to then re-sticker it and send it back. The amount of money that would cost them, you know, what repricing? What happens when you have to reprice a product? Yeah, how much that costs the company? Yeah, from from work from working yourself and the the time constraints and the 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 you know what that and how much pressure is under the team how much pressure is under the management to reprice something because of some an error like this or a deliberate fucking attempt to mask what your game does yeah they will start going okay we do plan to put microtransactions in this game so we have to put the fucking sticker on the box yeah. and they'll do it for everything rather than get caught with a fine or being told you have to recall it all. like the reason i think the esa is not jumping on the shit is because they're probably in their pockets I'd imagine so. Yeah. But then on the flip side, the news is that Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo are doing some sort of thing with the ESA. This came this week. Yeah. To look into microtransactions and problem gambling in video games on their platforms. Because here's the thing. I don't know any Microsoft games published by Microsoft that have that many microtransactions in. I don't really play a lot of Microsoft games. Nintendo tend not to do it on their platform at all. No. And Sony published games, what, Last of Us, Spider-Man, where's the microtransactions? There's just the DLC extras, but it's you don't DLC, have to buy yeah. There's no microtransactions. And I think the platforms are not happy with their name being brought up in a negative connotation. My son bought FIFA on the PlayStation 4 or on the Xbox, and now he's got three grand's worth of this microtransactions. They're not happy with their names being brought up because it's not the consoles doing it. It's the fucking developers. And when the developers, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, own games, don't do that shit, their images is there. And it's the stuff with, with FIFA. FIFA have got to be the, the Football International Society Association, whatever they're called. Yeah. Right? Football International something society, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The second Association. Yeah, I've, 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 right. They, every single time an article comes out, 
cutting off the microtransactions in their game, whose name's on it more? FIFA. Yeah. Well, they ain't fucking doing it. They've just sold a license to have EA make their games. And it's not been a problem until the last four fucking five years. Yeah. They've never had this issue before. They just made FIFA games and they sold well and they made money off it. Yeah, it's, it's when they figured out they could exploit people. Yeah, so when you're licensing shit, those people have got those... Um, those com- those institutions, whether it be the com- people that make the consoles, the companies that make the consoles, or, or people like FIFA, or the NFL, or, or, or the NBA, yeah. are going to be pissed off that their name gets mentioned in a negative light because the video game is doing X. And they, these pricks, they don't make any different when you've got, on the flip side of that, you've also got people in governments in America blaming video games for school shooting. You mix you mix you mix that negative news, the school shooting news, with the microtransaction news. It makes gamers and gaming look like a fucking cesspit. It's not good. How do you feel about gaming being blamed for school shootings or, or mass shootings in America? I mean, I'm pretty numb to it by this point because it was a fucking it's shit that's been argued so many times and it's false every time. Yeah, so it's it, been false since it. It's it's going to be the same again. Hopefully. Where they're just going to, like, fucking forget about it. Well, we saw today that EA have put off, um, what's it, is it Overwatch? Oh, the, the fucking Apex tournament. The Apex tournament. So EA cancelled their Apex tournament this, this weekend. Oh, I think it was this weekend. And they're putting it off for a month because they think that due to the shootings, having this tournament is a bad idea for Apex. So now the publishers are fucking saying this shit. I feel like video games cause like there to be less because that's somewhere to take your fucking anger out. I did see quite a bad thing actually. Walmart's in yeah, Walmart's in the US have as like a going with the whole video games cause my shooting thing, taken every game off their shelves which isn't E rated. Yet they've kept all their gun racks. It's fucking bizarre, right? I mean, for us, we're Brits. Um, you sort of Gandhi born, but it's a British Isle. So, you, we're, we're Brits. We don't have guns on the shelves. No. You can buy hunting rifles. You can buy shotguns. You and can buy shotguns. But you have to apply for a licence for them, and it takes about three weeks to get one. And they're for shooting ranges only. They are... You can't have, like, more than, like, three or four. You can't have a fucking shitload... There's no automatic weapons. That listen, I'm not saying that America doesn't have some wild west attitude in certain places. It definitely, definitely does. There are places where if I was living there, I would want a fucking handgun. Yeah. Yeah. There are there are cities in America where I would want to be able to protect myself. Also, rural areas where fucking lions and shit still turn up. Mountain bears. lions. And yeah, bears. but a handgun and an assault rifle are two very different. They things. are two different things, but which one's going to kill a bear quicker? Depends what you assault rifle. Assault rifle. So I get it, right? For certain areas, I fucking understand having a fucking assault rifle. If you've got bears coming in your garden, you can fucking have your kids. 30, 50, 30, feral, 30, 50 feral pigs. <laughs> and it's very, very funny because people are like, what fucking feral pigs? Where the fuck did that meme come from? <laughs> someone, no someone said it on Twitter as a reply and it went viral. Yeah. So we, I done a meme of it, you know. Yeah, so. But lots of people going, you need to put more pigs on it. No, no, the joke is it's one pig. Like that's the joke. That like, you, some people just don't get it. Like no, no, you've gone thirty to 40, 30 to fifty feral pigs. Yes, and it's one pig, right? That is part of the joke. All the other memes are 
like a picture of like a, like fucking Peppa Pig or some shit. Like, like, do you know what I mean? It's just dumb shit. Where well, he's six, seven foot one. Is so it, is it fucking Eldritch Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig from both sides. Oh shit! Jesus Christ, that picture's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got image. eyes on both sides. Yeah. Um, it's just it's, you know it, it. But if you actually look up um, the situation on pigs in uh, Texas, yeah. So many pigs have been released into the wild in Texas. They're actually devastating the land, and the and because they eat anything. Yeah. Because they're not vegetarian, they will eat fucking anything. And there's pictures of like thousands of pigs just fucking storming through people's fucking yards, <laughs> smashing shit up, fucking charging them like like um like hogs do, like just fucking going straight into them like a ball and steaming into people. Uh, I think it's called, um, is it called Porkageddon or something? Or Hogageddon? <laughs> They're going to be like docu- the fucking Great Emu War. No, there's a documentary yeah. on it, right? They have to send helicopters out and they go in the helicopters with fucking rail guns <laughs> mowing rail these guns. fucking pigs down because there's so many of them. <laughs> and it, and it's, due to, it's due to people releasing them into the wild. I'd love, no, to, I'd love to see someone shoot a rail gun in a helicopter. <laughs> a rail gun from a helicopter at... at about a thousand It would pigs. probably do more damage to the fucking helicopter. <laughs> Is it called Pork again? I, don't, I can't remember what it's called. We're gonna, we'll pause because I want you to I want you to yeah. see this. So we'll, we'll have a quick pause and then you can comment on it because while the meme is funny and people take the piss out of it, the truth is, like, there probably is a load of fucking pigs out there. By the magic of recording, we're back. Yeah. And uh, we, we just watched a video of these helicopters going around shooting wild hogs and uh, before I get your reactions on it, there's images of the hogs destroying ground yeah like ground just fucking ruined um goring deer just fucking destroy like fucking eating deers just smashing in everything destroying shit eating crops shitting everywhere running across streets people's fucking homes gardens all sorts of stuff yeah it's pretty fucking mad so why the meme is funny and i took the piss out of it as well because you're asking for it putting that on twitter which is very left-leaning yeah and they're talking about why do you need assault rifle do you think if you owned a farm in Texas where this is going on, you'd want an assault rifle? Probably, because I wouldn't want to get murdered by fucking by pigs, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Would, would not be a good way to go. No. I'm no, it, would, it wouldn't. Chris, how do you feel? The same, the same way as, as Leslie? or? Yeah, that or a fucking bazooka. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to end up by pig shit, to be honest. It's, it's, it's dark, it's dark, right? And um, I know um, someone who kept pigs. Years and years ago, so this is a nostalgia podcast, so I can't actually mention the story. Yeah. And they got rid of their pigs because their daughter, who was four, fell in the pig den and lost a hand within 20 seconds of falling in because the pigs tried to fucking eat her the minute she got in there. Oof. Fucking hell. And she lost her whole hand because they ate, they ate all her fingers off her hand straight away. Jeez. And this is something, they were, they were a lot older and I, I never met the daughter. I think she was probably about 20 by the time that I heard this story. Yeah. And they had to fucking execute all the fucking pigs because that's what they'd done. And he said, and it was all of them. She fell in and they fucking were biting her on the arm. She had cuts up her, her fucking fingers missing. And this is within, you know, 20, 30 seconds. They saw her fall in and ran over to get her out. And that's what they'd done. I'm not saying pigs are vicious animals. People have pigs as pets. But a lot of pigs, they were they were kept for slaughter. I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. They weren't wild. A wild pig's probably going to be worse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they knew if something went in there, it was food. Yeah. Yeah? 
They get, that's how you feed them. You chuck the fucking slop bucket of leftovers of fucking everything in there and they just eat it up. So something small goes in there, the size of a fucking three-year-old, food. and there's food. Yeah. And like they'd eat their young, they'd do all sorts of mad shit, pigs. Like, so, yes, the meme's funny. I find it funny. Yes, it's a silly comment, fucking 30 or 50. You're probably never getting 30 or 50 coming through. We saw in this video, they run in packs of like five or six. But I wouldn't want five or six near me as an adult. No. Fucking charging me. Imagine 30 to 50, though. Imagine 30 to 50. That's a lot of eggs. Imagine three to five yeah. minutes, is what, what the meme says. Three to five minutes. 30 or 50, small kids playing in my yard in three to five minutes unattended. And everyone's going, like, just ripping on the guy for it. And rightly so. It's a silly comment to make. Yeah. I wouldn't put one kid against the ball. No. Be dead. You'd <laughs> be dead? Yeah. It'd be dead. So that that's the truth of it. So if you want to look it up, just type in fucking Texas pigs helicopter shooting and you'll find fucking thousands of these videos. There's loads of them out there. So moving, moving away from that, back to the shootings and the video games and stuff... Do, how many shootings do they have? Do, do they have video games in England? Yeah. They quite, do. Quite a fair few. They, they do. Do they have them in France? Yeah. Yeah. And what's shootings like in England and France in comparison to the United States? Very few and far between. Very few and far between. What about Japan? Oh, no, definitely no video games as well as no knife run. Yeah. There, there's no, there's no, they crime, don't have, no video games. They have no video games no, in no. Japan. Yep, that's canon. Yeah. Weird. I always thought they did. Yeah, well, apparently, according to the American government, there's no video games. I mean, I, I actually thought that... A lot of the biggest fucking... A dude got arrested the other day for saying he was going to repeat gonna the attack on Square Enix. Square Enix headquarters, yeah. Yeah, and, and I thought that was in Japan. I must have been mistaken. Maybe it no, was No, it's in, in Korea. Both the same place, right? Maybe maybe, maybe it was in... Uh, I think it was in Ohio. That's oh. what... Like, Ohio. Yeah. It was in Alabama. And because they fucking have video games in Ohio... You're gonna get attacked. You're gonna get attacks. Why? Why do you, like? Why do you think that the current administration in America is aiming at video games in terms of what's because what's it's causing something it's a scapegoat? They're always looking for scapegoats. Yeah, but why video games again? But they did this in the nineties. You know, well, it's not. It's not as much as an easy target anymore. Not as much as it was back then. Now. Do you agree in any way? Do you think that maybe some video games can desensitize someone to violence? Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. Same as media, even yeah, the, movies, even the, the, the news. Just, the because music just because you're desensitized to it doesn't mean you're going to go out and fucking do no. it. But do you find it like so? Uh, Andreas Breivik. Yeah. In uh, Norway or Sweden or somewhere like that. Can't yeah. remember. What it the was. guy who like gunned down all those people went to the went to this island while there was a left a left wing event. Yeah. Yeah, full of these young left wing kids, and he killed a hundred. He killed a hundred fucking people. When they nicked him, what did he do in his pastime? Was World of Warcraft. Yeah. What was he listening to while he was shooting them? Was Lord of the Rings and World of Warcraft soundtracks, and I think maybe Skyrim, maybe Elder Scrolls soundtracks. So like all epic orchestral stuff. Yeah, he had that on. Could could you could you think of an argument that games are somewhat to blame for that attack? I mean, I'd want to shoot someone. Because they, they might, because they, well, they no. might, they might, the link, there, there, there would be evidence to suggest that's there. But what happens if he was a massive fan of the TV show Friends? Yeah. Like, could you also say he watched Friends every night? Friends is to blame. 
Yeah. No, but is this no. where we're getting? They're just picking on something that because the, the shootings that were in America, they were both nerdy fucking white dudes that stayed at home and played video games. It's because it's not because of video games. It's because they're mentally unstable. I think that's the big thing. And do do you think there is anything that can make people unstable? Like, do you think there's anything about their type? Poor life choices. Their personality type. Incels. Or how they look, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. But do you think that more to blame for them feeling that way could be the way that white men might be spoken about in the media, perhaps? Quite possibly. Just it, men in general. Men in general, but mo- especially white guys. But men in general to blame for everything. Yep. And when it comes down to the, the patriarchy... We're, we're fucking evil, apparently. It's, yeah, it's we're scum. Just, just due to the circumstance of our birth. So if you take if you take someone, without getting too political, if you take someone who is a white male in his 20s, can't get laid because he's a nerd, yeah? Yeah. and people are like, fuck him, he's a beta male, he's a this, he's a that. Fucking insult. Every time he goes on the internet, it's... Fucking hate white guys. Fucking it's fucking because a lot of it, a lot of the stuff. There's racism involved. I fucking hate Mexican. Like there was that involved in Oof. it. There was that involved yeah. in it. The guy did not like Mexicans. He was saying this. I want to call Mexican. Like he, he's Why? right. Is it? Is it because? Is there more of a, a cause to blame that actually politics from the far right? From people, people saying shit like "fuck" and make this white and pure, and then also the far left going "fuck white people, they're scum." Is that not more when you get a mentally unstable loner nerd who sits at home on his own? What do you think is causing more damage? The politics from both sides, one trying to praise him for being what he is, the other putting him down for being what he is. The fact that women won't date him. Is that more to blame? Or is it the fact that he likes playing Forza? Like, which one totally, is it? Totally Forza. Do you know what I mean? Which one? Which one's causing the fucking to, problem? To be here? fair, playing Forza makes me want to shoot someone, myself. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. I, I, play, I played one of them. It's, they're not bad for racing games because they're, op- they're, they're fucking open and vast. But I'm not it's, into it's racing just, games. It's just not my scene. No. Which is fair. But no, yeah, I think politics like, of it is, is a very big deal. Because you know what happens if you're down. If you're, if you're down on someone. Right? And I understand the left turn around and say, listen, you're fucking white, you haven't got part with racism, you haven't got part you're a male, you haven't got part with rape, you haven't got part uh, with sexism, right? But this is how they fucking word it, right? Is there not people there that are weak and bullied and downtrodden within the white male range of people that when they decide to hit back, they're gonna hit back in a violent way? Yeah, it's not fucking difficult, is it? It's it's not difficult to understand. It's it's interesting about like, okay, this is a good, oh, I probably get really bad reactions from this comment. Uh, all of these minorities that claim persecution, yeah, and then they push it onto other people. It's well, then like, they persecute others exactly. as a result. Yeah, it happens quite often. Yeah, uh, look at look at Israel. Mm. Look at look at Israel. The, the way they treat the Palestinians is not okay. No. And it doesn't mean I fucking hate Jewish people saying that. I quite like Jewish people. Yeah, I know. I know Some of my really fucking cool. favourite comedians are Jewish. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and it's not that I'm not racist, I've got a black friend. I'm not saying that. Mm. What I'm saying is, I don't blame Jewish people for the state of Israel. 
I blame the state of Israel for how. I, was they say, I, I don't blame people for how they were born. When when you hear radical feminists that are so radical that they say men should be put in enslavement camps and used purely for sperm donors, that is not okay. No. It's not okay. Yeah, you bring out fucking men. You 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 put them in camps. They do manual labor like prisoners to keep the fucking society running that the women run. And then you take sperm donors from the best looking ones or the best fucking genetically operable ones for us to be able to continue having babies yeah. with. Not all feminists say that. I said radical. I, yeah. I said radical, yeah. right? But that's what they fucking say. Yeah. Oh, now, fuck, yeah. Speaking of all that shit, don't get me onto the subject of fucking the opinion that men can't be raped. Fucking, I will get. Well, like, again, again, super of course they fucking shit. can, and they can be raped by women as well. Yeah, absolutely. It fucking happens all the fucking time. They just don't want to take. Uh, they're saying that fucking um, spousal abuse. So beating your partner. Yeah. They reckon seventy five percent of spousal abuse is women beating men. Like, and I, it goes one hundred percent unreported. I can literally I, talk about that because I've been in that situation. I've been with girls that have hit me, yeah. punched me in the fucking face, hit me with stuff that's made me bleed. I've I, I, I've been and I do nothing about it because I go, if I hit you back, I'm I'm going to fucking hurt you. I can't defend myself here. Yeah, I've got a scar here, down there. Yeah, right, from exactly that. Yeah, because they fucking hit me. Yeah, with I was a say, sharp it's, object. It's not even that. As soon as you hit back, you're going to be the one that gets in the most shit. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say my ex used to beat the shit out of me, and if I said one word out of place, I would instantly be the bad guy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that was a pair of scissors. If I had a turn around and just fucking chinned her at that time, who's the bad guy? Doesn't matter. You run at me with a pair of scissors, and I had to block it with my hand. Say, that could have gone fucking anywhere if I didn't block it. With I was going to say hand. it should be her because you had a fucking pair of scissors hanging out yeah. of your fucking arm. But it, it slashed me down the arm here. Yeah. Right. But if I hadn't done this. And that hit me in the face and went through my fucking eye or whatever, right? You could very well be dead depending on how far it goes in. Exactly. And, I, and, and me, I'm not someone who'd put up with it. Like, you act like with that with me once. I might go, oh, you've had a drink or whatever. You do it again and I'm thinking, I'm out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to put up with it. But some guys will put up with it for fucking years of a girl just fucking abusing them. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen the other way around. Of course, men beat women. I've seen it myself. I've seen guys hit women, right? I've seen I've seen guys hit women to defend themselves. I have seen that. But I've also seen guys hit women for no fucking reason other than they're a bully. Well, that's wrong. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a guy, he was a friend of mine actually, uh, and he, he, maybe he shouldn't be hitting women because he was a, a trained boxer. I'm not going to use any names here. A trained boxer who was at the time in the running for the Olympic team for Great Britain yeah so high level uh, amateur boxer and he came out of a nightclub he'd been with his girlfriend and these two girls were beating the shit out of his girlfriend so he fucking punched them both yeah he, he steamed in and knocked them both flat out do I agree with hitting women no but do I think that was a bad judgment call for him to make when it's two on his gut? What to be fair, he probably should have just yeeted him. Yeah, but what else can he fucking... What else do you do in that situation? Drag him off? Well, to be fair... You only drag one off at a time. It was like, probably a hair trigger reaction. It, it, it was, yeah. it was. And and I, and I was there, and like we had to fucking calm him down. And he was gutted. Fuck, what was if he gets in? Oh, I'll lose my Olympic fucking... You know... He was gutted by it. Well, like, but it, this fucking happens, you know? Like, and I'm not... I'm, again, not condoning it. 
Not saying it's a good thing to do. Not saying you should run around punching women in the fucking head. Well, no, he was just protecting someone who was protecting his girlfriend. He'd been with her for about six years. Yeah. The fact they were engaged at the time. And what started the fight was they asked her for a cigarette. She said no. One of them punched her. Then they both started steaming into it. So he's protecting someone, someone else. Yeah. Um, I remember another time. This was a random attack on the bus. Yeah. There were 12 girls at the back of the bus. Damn. And they were like, yeah, boy, what the fuck? What the fuck are you looking at to people on the bus? And uh, I was with my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And I was like, shit. And we're, this is the top deck of a night bus. And they're like, you in the fucking hat to me. Yeah. I'm going to fucking stab you. I'm going to fuck you up. And I'm sitting there thinking, I can't do shit. Yeah. Like, I will defend myself. I knew straight away. I'm like that. That's, that's everyone's fucking right. And then I heard her smash a bottle. So I'm like, so she's got a bottle. That's what they're going to try and do. So I pressed the bell and I was like, we'll just get off the bus. Went downstairs. Didn't get off the bus because I was like, what was if they follow? Now we're outside. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the back of the downstairs of the bus and sat down, took my hat off, put my fucking coat over, over the girl. And then they come down the stairs and they were like, who the fuck? What the fuck? And there was this guy standing on his own and she just fucking chinned this bloke and knocked him on his ass. You eating him, he had his headphones in, holding on to the fucking thing. You felt he got up and he just fucking headbutted her. Yeah. This girl. And then he pressed the bunk off the bus and then they all chased him and he ran off up the street. And I thought he's in like I knew what was going on in that situation. I knew what was gonna happen to me because yeah. I was the prick on the top with all these fucking arseholes up there. To be fair. Male or female, in that situation, what do you do? If he you, was just a chinner back, I mean that's yeah. But the thing is, is like if we're going into the whole, like, the law of it, headbutt is always considered fucking excessive force. Yeah. It's GBH. Yeah. So it's like, if you just chinned her, yeah, totally understandable. Well, when he got back up, she tried to grab him. Fuck that. So she had hold of him by his arms. Okay, so he so, just fucking so, nutted her. Yeah. Yeah? And it's she... A free attack. And, and it was, like, flat on the nose. She went down. She was busted open. And then he was, like, bang, bang on the bus. And the bus driver was going, what the fuck's going on? And he leapt off the bus... They all come storming down the stairs with smash bottles in their hands, with little metal pipes, like, that they were carrying fucking weapons, and they ran after him. I think, looking at how the guy was built, he outrun them. Yeah. Yeah? But in that situation, who's in the fucking right or wrong there? He isn't right. Like... He was just attacked unprovoked. Yeah, and it's because they thought I'd got off the bus and they missed me. Because I just fucking... Well, yeah, but then why would they put that shit on someone else? Because they... Because... Why were they looking to fight me? Because they they were just looking for a fight, I guess. They were just looking for a fight. Yeah. Fucking Maybe London, it's a London. gang initiation. It's a fucking, you know. And it London was a, is a hell of a place. And it was right by Elephant and Castle. It was not a fucking good place to knock about, to be fair. Yeah. And um, I, just, I, just, I just remember thinking, it's the first time I'd seen that behaviour from women, though, for me. I think if I'd walked up the stairs and I saw it was a bunch of dudes, I'd have been like, fuck it, I'm going back downstairs. All pissing up at the back of the bus, getting Larry. But I saw it was girls, tracksuits, and, and I was like, oh, "It's fucking girls, isn't it? They're all right. They're not going to fucking do any damage. They're not going to fuck. They're not. They're just having fun." But within ten minutes, they're throwing shit. They're shouting, "You in the fucking hat? Yeah, white boy. Yeah, fuck, like yeah. Now what I do mean, I fucking do?" But the thing is, is like, and I've got someone else with me, a girl. Violence yeah? isn't gender locked. So no. So I've also got someone I need to protect with me. Yeah. I got someone that I cannot let twelve girls fight you on your own yeah I have to do something but also 12 on me I'm a fucking big guy who can look after himself I've been in plenty of fucking scraps 
Can't fight twelve women off. Yeah, I know. When they've got all fucking, when they've all got fucking like broken bottles and shit. Yeah, you can't, you can't fucking do it. And I'm not saying, it, I'm not saying that there isn't some sort. Right, this is why the Olympics men don't race women. This is why in fighting men don't fight fucking women, because yes, one on one with no weapons with one of those girls, I'm fucking killing them. Yeah. Yeah. If that's a sanctioned situation where now you have to fight her, then I'm fine. Yeah. Mm. I know I'm fine. Twelve, with weapons and me. Different fucking situation altogether. Yeah. And if you flipped it and made that 12 guys on a bus and it was a guy and a girl, you would be in uproar over the situation. People would be fucking in uproar over coming down and punching someone. I'm not saying women get away with it, but when it comes to these sort of gender biases and the patriarchy and all that screaming about that stuff, yeah. men don't get made by women. No, no, they do. And violence does happen towards men. And violence in spousal relationships happens towards men. Yeah. Just as much as it happens towards women... Men are less likely to say anything about it. Yeah, because like the whole way that you're fucking brought up, fucking means that you like you normally get trained to shut up about this shit. You get told not to, yeah. If, like it takes away from the fucking traditional image of what a guy is. And look, I agree in some regards that traditional image of what a man is, traditional masculinity, boys don't cry. Shit, yeah, doesn't help men. No. Right. But also telling men to always cry and always show their emotions also doesn't help them, especially when they get into a professional situation. Yeah. Especially when they are in relationships where there is going to have to be a bit of give and take. Because now you've told the guy to be a fucking wimp. Mm. Yeah. And to, to, to just bow down to his emotions and cry about it. What you need to be telling boys is you are bigger than females. You are stronger than females. By and large, right? You do not fly on your emotions the same way that women do. There's, there's a biological pathways that say that women react emotionally more than men do. Don't abuse it. But don't hide how you really feel from someone. Yeah. That's it. Done. That's what you should be telling men. Don't fucking sit there and allow them to treat you like shit and not say anything because you because you're oh, I'm a fucking geezer and I don't cry. No, if you need to fucking cry, you need to get it off your system, do it. Just do it. But don't be someone who fucking meets a girl on Tinder and she turns him down and go and fucking slit your wrists about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's 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 a there's a there's a fracture there's a there's a difference there. Well I mean being able to deal with situations like that is important. Yeah. So on on to the nostalgia. Yeah. I just told a little story about buses. That's about ten years maybe ten years old now. Yeah. That story. Have you got any stories where a situation from your past either did result in violence, I don't want to be negative, or could have resulted in violence, or was kind of violent in a funny, dumb way? Mm. I go, that goes to both of you. Damn. Like, I really need to like think about these things before we actually do it, because like when I get asked questions like this, my mind just flushes. But surely you've seen shit. You've been in a pub, someone's been a fucking dick to someone. It doesn't have to involve you. But this stuff happens. Like, most of that stuff was a loading bar. So, I mean, like, it's all, like, the shit that we talked about with Tian. It's like, uh, who was that fucking, like, that guy in the glasses that just fucking went off on Tian and they both beat the shit out of each other? Oh, Christ, it wasn't um, Craig. Um, no, no, it was this fucking weedy-ass guy. He was just chatting shit. Was it mine? What, Luscombe? No, not, no, fucking not Martin Luscombe. <laughs> he wouldn't start shit. No, he would. Yeah, he'd, he'd do it for the lols. He wouldn't do it as yeah. a serious threat. No, this guy no, was fucking um, the guy who 
The guy who was in the paper about the car bomb thing. Him. Possibly. The weedy ass little. Um, like, like kind of like kind of scruffy brown hair glasses. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking that was what was a weird thing. What what even was that? I thought no. I think I think he was making um jabs about the um whole bombing thing and his choice of woman. Yeah. Because it was uh, I'm not gonna say names, but she was not the uh, the most mentally hinged person in the bar, and that's not saying very much. But uh, what Tim's message? No, no, fucking Martin's message at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking Kube. Oh oh god, I'm not gonna say any other names than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it away too much. No, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think it was because they were both in the bar. He had told them to leave because he was working there at the, at, um, at that point. Yeah, they both got Larry, so he threw them. He went to go throw them both out, and she swung for him. And then they got like he, she went to walk out when she realized that she completely fucking missed him. Then Martin squared up instead of just fucking off. Yeah, and it's like at this point he stood there like Teen's there in the corner. Yeah, Martin's there squaring up to him, and there's like. Four or five other people in the bar that are ready to drag Martin out on his ass. Yeah. Fucking media included. So yeah, wild. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a fucking. That was that was weird. I did just realise something though. Mm. Oh yeah. And we may have forgotten. We had a question. Oh. From last week's episode, we had a, we had some that were for TN, but he's yeah. not here, so we'll save him for next time. We'll save him for the next time. But someone, uh, Boris. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we forgot his name. Yeah, it'd be that way. He sent in um, a question saying, I said, Mr. Martini, suck my weenie. What the fuck did that mean and where did it come from? Yeah. So before I tell you where it come from, I'll let I'll let Chris have a guess on what that that means. Uh, I'm going to hazard a guess that someone sucked your dick for a martini, but... Wee. And uh, Leslie, and, uh... you got a guess? No. Right, so it's not my story. Okay. It's a comedian called Joey Diaz. Yeah. You know, Joey Diaz, I speak like this. He's a fucking Cuban, Cuban guy. Fucking, oh, yeah, you've talked right? about him before. Fucking hilarious. Does not give any fucks. He's no, no PC in it. Also, no malice. He's a Cuban dude. He's done, not fucking racist, but he, if he wants to use the N-word, he just uses it. Because to him, he says, there was this big fucking bloke, you know, he's got a big dick, and he'll and he, and he just fucking tell the story. And he uses the language that the people he's talking about would be using. So he told this story about a paedophile living on his street and he was called Mr. Martini. And what they used to do is they used to throw stones at his window and go, Mr. Martini, suck my weenie, and then let him chase them because they knew if they were getting caught, they were getting fucked. This is, <laughs> this is his story. And it's like we used to fucking get our dicks out and wave them in front of his window, get our fucking asses out and wave them in front of his window. And that's what Mr. Martini sucked my weenie is. Google it. I'm sure you'll find it. He tells it. It's wow. so... I'd, I'm, I'd never heard of, of Joey Diaz before. I mentioned it. On, I'm a big fan of the Joe Rogan podcast. And he's a regular on there. I'd never I'd never heard of him uh, years and years ago now. It's probably got five fucking years ago. And, I, and um, I put this Joe Rogan episode on. It's like, Joe Rogan with uh, Joey Diaz. And I was fucking crying <coughs> with <coughs> laughter. Right? And... Uh, at the time, the person I'm in, in bed with next to me, right, is fucking waking up going, stop laughing. And I'm like giggling like a fucking little boy 
who've just seen the first pair of tits in a magazine. <laughs> like, okay. And I'm fucking, I'm trying my hardest not to wake anyone up. And it's just, I'm like, and every fucking thing he talks about, he talks about like, oh, back in the days in the 70s. Like, and then his story is he went to prison for kidnapping. He's been in movies. He's just, the, and he's like, in the 70s, there was this guy and um, I used to call him Horsecock and uh, what he used to do is he used to go to the bar and he used to strip for the women and they'd give him money. And then he'd go and fuck the husbands for money after and he just tells these stories and they're fucking hilarious. Oh, right? The horse cock from fucking Crossman. Oh, horse cock. Yeah. God, I want that to be made into a show. Holy shit. <laughs> Could you imagine? To be fair, that's Ennis as well. Yeah. And they just made The Boys and done that faithfully, Amazon. And within two weeks of The Boys being out, it's become the number one watched thing on Amazon Still need all to time. You'll, you'll fucking love it, definitely. Plus, it's got your favourite actor in it, Carl Urban. Yeah, boy. The actor who you are gay for, so. One of the actors I'm gay for. <laughs> one, of, one of the many actors I'm gay for. For me, it's Jason Momoa. Yeah, same. I think I think I just let him raw dog me. <laughs> I think, I think like, if it was there, it's like, you know, they, um, he does the poses where it's like the girlfriend and the guy. And he's like pushing the guy away and hugging the girlfriend. It'd be the opposite with me. He'd have to be picking me up and pushing the girl away. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the fucking. Just go to go to a con where you can get a photo shoot. It's like you know that bit with Daenerys. Yeah, just make me that. Yeah. Do you mind if I get on my knees for the photo? Just, just so I'm just. <laughs> but just look like you're enjoying yourself. But thinking of the Mr. Martini story, right? I cast back. I was probably about twelve years old. So now we can get back into you the story. You were a young boy. And uh, there was this Christian club. Oh, God. My mum used to force me to go to the Christian club. Before (laughs) before I get to the story I'm about to tell that's similar to Mr. Martino, I'll do a little explain. It was called Juco's, right? I've got two two stories. I'll do one back-to-back. I used to have to go there every Tuesday, but I went there because I got a free can of Coke and a packet of crisps, Mm. right? Nice. Jesus, I love him. Yeah. I have another, I'll have another slice of cake, please. That's not my joke. That's a Ricky Gervais joke. But it's true. That's what we used to do. Do you mind if we play Paul again? Yeah, but tell me a quote from Paul. Or uh, I can't. Can you tell me another quote from Paul? I prefer Jacob. Like you just, you just fucking chat shit, right? Yeah. And then all you had to do when you first got there was fifteen minutes, and then before they let you into the equipment, playing football, playing pool, drinking, fingering birds, whatever it was you were yeah. up to there, right? Before you got to that, you had to listen to this spiel about Jesus. A geezer there called Barry used to call him Baldy Barry because he's bald. And we used to run up and try and, like, when he was sat down, we'd run up and try and slap him on his head. And we'd like, slap head! And we used to go, uh, hey, you over there, what's it like to have no hair? And we used to say to him, and like, wow. And because he was this, like, forgiving Christian, he used to go, calm down, boys, it's okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, when you get older, you will go bald. He wasn't lying. I mean, you went um, there. Yeah, <laughs> these things happen, right? But he was such a knob, like that you just fucking abuse him. And um that was that. So first story is my mum sent me to this two week camp with them. Wow. Yeah? And my mate Mark is Did you get was, raped? No. My mate Mark was going, so I was like, I'd be alright, be me and Mark. I'm gonna go to this fucking retreat. The Juco's retreat, because obviously that was the place was called Juco, but then there were other versions of that. It was like Scout, there were like other ones in other towns. Get it, there's about 500 kids there, loads of birds and stuff, right? So we're like, game on. Yeah, and you didn't have any adults in your tents, because they all had to sleep in their own tents, and all the boys had to sleep in the boys' tents, and there was girls' tents. And of course, we snuck out. Yeah, of course. 
Standard. And well, one day I felt like shit because the Scottish lads, because only me and this guy Mark went, the tents for eight people. So we got thrown in this tent with these six Scottish lads that we didn't know. Well, they had bought fucking Buckfast with them. Hell yeah. Yeah, and they bought vodka and shit with them. And they were a little bit older than us. We were like 12, like, and they were like 14. Did it make you fuck faster? No, no. Well, no, it got me fucked fast. So <laughs> um, so we're sitting there drinking this fucking fermented fucking bullshit wine, drinking vodka. And the next day I'm hungover. Never had hungover before. I'm already, I'd had some alcohol. As a kid, not much, it. but I'm fucking yeah. 12, 13 years old, you know. So... I, I abstained from the day's activities and it was ones I wanted to do because they were going to this town, this big fucking town and they're walking around there and they're doing shopping and stuff and I'd just stolen £100 from my grandma um, because it'd be that way sometimes. <laughs> it do, yeah. I know because my grandma, right, so the, 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 just, I fucking know, this, this bloody stories go so long. Even TN's ones were doing the same, Chris's one, right? So, went to my grandma's house a couple of days before I went, maybe even the day before I went see my grandma and granddad went upstairs and she always had like she was like an Avon seller Oof. yeah so I was like I'm going to get some soaps and shit for my trip yeah she's like yeah yeah go, go and get go fucking help yourself so I go in this cupboard there's these boxes and get some soap and there's like a tin I open the tin well on the top of the tin it says labour party right I'm like what the, fuck, <laughs> what the fuck's this right because she was a fucking she still is She's still like you met. You've met my grandma. Yeah. She's 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 a big part. She loves the Labour Party. You right? fucking nick from the Labour Party. So I open this tin up, right? and there's about fucking two grand worth of collections in it. Christ. So I just grabbed this wad of notes, <laughs> put it in my pocket, closed the tin, and walked away. And then when I got to this thing, I had like about 100, 120 quid that I'd fucking just straight up feed. So when they were saying, and it, again, this is the nineties. So when they were saying. We're going to this town. I wanted to go because I had this money. It's bad in a hole in my pocket. I haven't been able to touch it all weekend. Anyway, I don't go. I'm hungover. All the lads come back from it. They've all fucking bought shit, action figures, whatever it is. That I'm like fucking, I'm pissed off. Yeah, I'm still hungover. And uh, my mate Mark has got some fucking paracetamols for you. I've got some, some juice, some water. So... They all sat in the tent because it's like two hours before they have to go to, to the dinner, right? And I'm like, I ain't going to dinner. I feel like shit. But he got me some food and shit, like some crisps and that. And um, they're having this bet, a tenner each, yeah? Who can make them think you've converted to Christianity? What's the fucking <laughs> joke, right? By tomorrow morning. And whoever wins gets the, the, the kitty. And I'm yeah. like, it's eight of us. I put in a tenner, but it's eight quid. So I would win 70 quid if I won it. I've already got this money. I can lose a tenner. I've got 120 quid in my pocket. But I'd have almost two, I'd have 200 quid, you know? Almost 200 quid if I fucking win. So I, I go in on it as well, and they'll fuck off for dinner. And I've taken these paracetamols, I've had my juice, I've had some crisps. I suddenly feel a lot better. Yeah. Yeah? Headache's gone. Don't feel sick anymore. Feel all right. So I get up, <laughs> this is the, you know me, so you know I can be fucking extravagant and stupid yeah. sometimes, right? I walk into the hall and they're all having their dinner. I've gone, Jesus saves. <laughs> and they're like, you're right. I said, I fucking, I've been so ill and I, I'm laying there in pain. And I said, God, just, just take the pain away and I'll be your fucking servant. I'll be your shepherd. <laughs> I will let you, 
use me as a guiding light, right? So, they go, fucking hell, this is real, right? Hallelujah. These fucking cunts, they make me sit at the table with the adults. They're all telling me about God. Tomorrow you're going to meet with Martin in his tent. Martin's <laughs> going to talk to you about Jesus. And I'm sitting there thinking, Martin's going to fuck me. That's what Martin's going to do, yeah. right? So, I'm, I'm, I'm sat there and I'm like, Looking over and they're all getting angry as fuck, the guys from my from my tent, right? They're all looking over and you motherfucker. And by this time they'd all failed. So I didn't know I wasn't aware that only Mark hadn't tried yet, but the rest of them were all like, I think I love Jesus now, innit? Like they're fucking all trying this bollocks, yeah. Oh I love Jesus, can I have more chips? Like anyway, they get me my food, I sat there, they're, they're fucking hugging me, they're fucking like being really nice to me. Yeah, you're getting fucked. Right? Next day I go to Martin's tent. He gives me a fucking Bible, right? He gives me this T-shirt, this fucking, like, Jesus-loving T-shirt, right? And uh, he's just like, he's like, um, we're going to dedicate tonight's meal to you for finding Jesus while you're here. This is why we do the camp, right? So I I, I started feeling bad because he wasn't a raper. He was all right. But they fucking believed at this point. I'd fucking really... and and and, And me, I want the money. They ain't given it to me yet. Right, so when when I got back to my tent with the T-shirt, they gave me the money. So I stood there and I'm like, oh, I just think there's a lot of truth in it. Like, I've, I've always <laughs> thought it was bollocks, but I'm oh, sorry, sorry guys, I, I didn't mean to say the B word. Like I was giving, I was giving it large. Walk out there, I win this money. So they say to me, "What's your favourite food?" And I'm like, "I like pizzas, I like pasta." That's, that's my favourite. I like Italian Fucking pizza pasta, mate. I like Italian. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm into. And they're like. Tonight's feast in honor of you. So we're gonna give you. We're gonna give you what you want. We're gonna give you some food. Blah, blah, blah. So I go out, and the girl is this girl that I'd been fingering, and um, <laughs> while, while I was there, and she's like, "You really found God?" But the geezer's standing next to me. I'm like, "Yes, yes, I have." And she's like, "What about like visiting my tent?" I'm like, "I can't. I can't okay, do I it. I found that I, as well, mate. I can't fucking do. I can't do it." I said the. Uh, I can't. I said, Jesus is watching. I was like, yeah. and she's getting really sad. And I'm thinking, I just want to say, yeah, of course I'll be there. But for fuck's sake. Should have given her the whisper, mate. Nah, I had to get, there, there were too many around. Just give her a Christmas side whisper in the Mate, there might have been, there might have been, there might have been, <laughs> been, been 300, 500 fucking kids there. There were at least about 120 of these Nazi fucking rapey Christian adults, right? And they were weird, mother, they were weird. They would follow you about, you go, go for a piss. And you're like, right, right, lads, get in the shower. Why are you watching me shower? Make dude. sure you're washing it properly. All right, calm down. Just give her a Christian side hug, dude. They right. love that shit. So I said to her, I was like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So I found Jesus and that. And like I said, oh, but we'll talk later. Like, you know, yes, we are. We, me and these Scottish lads, they're all rowdy motherfuckers. We're going we're gonna to go and bombard your tent like we did for the last four or five nights. Um, and we... We go off, right? And the afternoon is free activity and kicking football around. Oh, they're playing dodgeball. That's what they're playing. So playing dodgeball. Now, during this dodgeball, <laughs> yeah. now this other girl starts liking me because she's a devout Christian. Yeah? She's yeah. fitter than the other one, right? So she's like trying to hit me with a dodgeball, trying to grab me. We're doing touch rugby. She's rolling around me on the floor. I'm popping a boner. I'm fucking 13. I'm like, oh, no, mate, now that you fucking open up to Christianity, you know you've got to be fucking dodging balls. Right, so she's, 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 exactly. But she's like now into me, so now I've got these two girls almost arguing over me, and I'm thinking... You're going to have a wholesome Christian threesome? Oh, all I to fucking do is say I love Jesus, and they're fucking, they're doing all this for me. And when we go to the meal, 
these cunts ordered like fucking pizza up for everyone there. They must have spent thousands Jesus. on the fucking Jesus. pizza. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus hut. Um, yeah, and like they're like, and, and again, I was allowed to sit at the adults, and they're like, "Do you want anyone to come with you to the adult table?" I was like, "Well, my mate Mark, obviously, I'll have him up here." And I went, and the new girl, the one, the one, yeah, right, I was like, "And anyway, we will come up here." The other girl getting bitter as fuck, I'm like, "Fuck it, she can come up here as well." So I sat there eating and all this stuff. They're giving us fucking food, but then when it ended, I had to do this ceremony shit, and I didn't know I had to do it. They're like, "Sam, would you like to come up on stage?" Now, every fucker's looking at me, my nerves going, right? Because I'm stood there on this stage and they're going, Do you, how, they're like, how do you feel about Jesus Christ? Hard. And, like, and, I, and I said, um, <laughs> Oh God, I, I was just about to say something about God, so. <laughs> and I said, and I, and, I, and I said, I can't even remember the words I said, but I, like, I was paraphrasing something else. I was like, What video game have you playing? And I was just like, uh, I was like, probably Final Fantasy Seven. So yeah, so uh, Jesus is going to take us to the Promised Land. Yeah. Uh, the ancients they knew about the Promised Land, and as we've grown old, we've forgotten the old ways. I'm giving it all that. It probably was something like that. As yeah, well. it been around the right right time period. I'm like, it's going to take us to the Promised Land, and uh, it's filled with energy and filled with fucking vibrance and noise. And they're fucking clapping. They're fucking cheering me. Anyway, I walk down the stage, embarrassed as fuck. You're just fucking blagging it. I'm blagging it, and, and, but I've still got like a couple of days left at this fucking thing. So I, now I've got to keep it up for the rest of the, the, the time. So I never got to do anything with the bird because I couldn't couldn't do it. So I had to get the other one to come back to my tent because she would. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and we, we had a couple of drinks again because I was allowed to drink. I was allowed to drink wine. Hell yeah. Because these, these fuckers... When they were yeah, like, that's because that's they were trying to wind you up. So they like, give you some well, like, well, I, I was thinking. I was thinking they never did. They're right. not going to show you Jesus, mate. Unlike you, the priest didn't come near me, right? <laughs> but, but when I, I was allowed to sit at the adult table for the rest of the week, they saw this as like a sign. Yeah. As some sort of revelation. And then you got to think when I'm 13, I'm a kid walking around a Marilyn Manson t-shirt and shit. So they fucking saw it as this sign. They fucking, and so when I'm sat at the adult table, I was allowed a glass of wine, red wine. Because they drank red wine because they were like, it's the blood of Christ. They, they, they weren't Catholics, but they were like, they, red wine was all they had and they would all have a glass and cheers each other and talk to each other it was, it was fucking bonkers so long story short went home yep this prick though the guy who ran it lived on my street and he kept turning up with fucking magazines young Christian magazine I've subscribed I've subscribed him to it but the worst thing is when I first got home I went cheers for the lift back his name was Mark as well so cheers for the lift back Mark Thanks for the the, the the experience. It was great. And he was like, you going to come to church on Sunday? And oh, I've only just got back. It's Thursday. I need to see my family. Well, remember, church is every Sunday. You should know that. I was like, fucking why am I a dickhead? Of course I know it's every Sunday, right? And I'm like, yeah, brilliant. Cheers. Thanks. And he went, I remember to tell your family the great news. And I was like, I will. I I'll give them the fucking good news. Right? I, I, I will. I'll tell them. Anyway, he goes, I want to be there for this. He gets out his fucking car. He comes with me to the door. And I knock the door. My mum answers. My sister comes running out and gives me a hug. She's she's, she's four years younger. Yeah. My nan's standing there. And he went, Sam, do you want to tell him the news? Or shall I? <laughs> I lost my own virginity last night. And I went, I went, um... I'm <laughs> gay. <laughs> I'm gay. Yeah. No, no, I went, I went uh, yeah, you do it, Mark. And I went, Sam has found Jesus. And, uh... He wants to dedicate his life to Christ. 
and he's going to come to church. Coming on a bit hard. No, he's like, he's going to come to church and he's going to get more involved. And my mum is stood there like, what the fuck? Like, she's thinking, they've brainwashed my son or some shit. And he was like, what do you want to say about Sam? And I was like, I fucking love Jesus. I, I, I love Jesus. He's brilliant. I really love him. Jesus is our boy, mate. He's a bit of a dickhead. So they go in, I go inside and my mum's like, what the fuck is going on with you? Like, Don't fucking worry about it. And I storm upstairs, right? The, the next day at my door, I've got him a Bible for young people. I've got him some audio to listen to about it. This prick wouldn't leave me alone for about four fucking months. I, not once did I go to fucking church during this time period. I fucking ignored the cunt. He would turn up and he'd go... That girl that sat at the table has been asking about it. Like, you try this shit. You come to my fucking doorstep. She, we're going to be doing another trip with just her tribe and our, our tribe. Oh, dude, is, is he trying to lure you to church with a fucking coochie? Yeah, with some fucking fanny, right? And I'm, <laughs> and I'm going... I'm like, oh, I just... You know, I think, for me, my, my Christianity, Mark, is fucking real private. I, I love Jesus. I love, it, I, I love him. I know I love him so much that I actually have a private experience with Christ. I don't want to... I don't... I feel like it dilutes it in front of people, I feel like being, it dilutes it, I know, but church is a place of worship, and I said, read your Bible, Mark, he's everywhere, God is everywhere, the place of worship is inside all our souls, and he was like, okay, okay, and then he left me the fuck alone, thank fuck for that, and it was mental, the reason I mentioned that, that whole story, is to get to my Mr. Martini, Santorini experience, right, so, I stopped going, every week, to this thing, I only really went, because my mate still went, but I started going like, oh, once a fucking month or something, because they would always howl me about Jesus when I was there. It was just a social club to hang out with my mates and, like I said, drink some cans of Coke and fingers some birds and just play a bit of pool, yeah. right? And play a bit of football or whatever. So they had a coach trip in the summer. It was a day and it was to, like, some fucking Brighton or something. <laughs> Christian's going to Brighton, I fucking yeah. love Brighton. yeah. Brighton's a massive gay place for any Americans yeah. listening to us. It's, it's huge gay in, in England. Great place. A lot of fun. Mm. I've got a story about Brighton, but I'll tell that later on. Um, and we're on this coach. Yeah, it's me and my mate John. Mentioned him last week on yeah. an episode. And uh, we're at the back of the bus with other mates as well. Anyway, there's this car stuck behind us in the coach. So we're like sticking our middle fingers up at them. We're going, fuck you, out the window. These two dudes in this car opposite, like sat next to each other in the car. We're like, wanker, out the window. And they're doing it back, right? So we're putting, we're holding up signs because we're fucking 13 and 14 at this point. <laughs> the sign, we're writing there, we're drawing dicks, we're going, bender, like we're saying stupid <laughs> shit like that and holding it up to the window, yeah? Again, it's the 90s, don't get fucking offended. Yeah, it'd be that I way. don't care, we're saying gay, like fucking sign up there. So I go to my mate John and stick our asses on the window. Yeah? So we all stand up, <laughs> pull our pants off. down, close, Pull our pants down, slap our asses on the window, yeah, and we're like, fuck off, like mooning them, thinking we're being funny. We all duck down because they're bibbing, bib, 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 like that, and we're like, oh, God, like, like, they don't want the driver to find out. Next time we sit up, they look at us and they're like, they're giving us come on fingers, right? We're like, what? Like, like they're offering us out for fight. But now it's stopped, so they're not driving, like, they were stuck in traffic. And then they're like, come on, come on, what's this? And we're going, and then they just start copping off of each other. <laughs> 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 fucking kissing each other and shit, like really fucking grabbing each other's dicks and shit. So now we're like, we just showed our asses to these fucking dudes. Like, 
And, I, and they were like, kept bibbing. And like now we're hiding and ducking, going, oh shit, what have we done? Every time we looked up, they were like fucking going, blowing kisses to us and shit. They won. They won the fucking, yeah. they won the little round. That, that's as close. There's, there's a few others that are closer than a Mr. Martini, but that came quite close. Because obviously then, we got to fucking Brighton, and we pulled into the th- car park thing. We went to the beach, and they were on the fucking beach. These two fucking same dudes. And as we're walking past, they're wolf whistling us and shit, as we're trying to go for a swim. They they won. They beat us. Yeah. They beat us at our own game. Get fucking bested. Get this over. You're playing yourself. Yeah. So surely I'm not the only one who has stories similar to that shit. Doing dumb fucking shit when you are a child. You see, the problem with me is, is I spent the whole of my childhood in a room. It's a big problem. It is. Yeah. Ah, there is one story that I have. Around where I used to live, uh, you know where the college is now, one up um, by the landscape. Opposite there is a little lane, and my mate used to live next door. What? Yeah, I know. Wait, what time about was this? Uh, was this during college? It was way before college pissed that area. Nathan. Oh yeah, yeah, I thought he was talking Nathan. Yeah. Nathan. So, what a ledge. Now he's gonna So down the road from his house was like a little lane that, that went around, sort of like a little cliff path, and the cliff was above where I used to live. And right at the top there, there was quite a nice house, like a proper old style manor house, and it was abandoned. Well, that's what he told me anyway. Hmm? He's like, oh, you know, it's abandoned, it's supposedly haunted, we should go in and have a look. I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not, let's go. Because at this point I was like, I don't know, 10? You've now reminded me of a story I can tell, so carry on. So I went in, went into this place, and sure enough, it did look like it was mostly empty. Reason being is that they were told to leave because the, uh, the cliff was collapsing. That's not what, That's not the reason why we had to leave. No, we left because they still had cleaners there. So we were there dicking around, fucking throwing stones through windows and shit. Basically, like, riding through fucking cupboards and floorboards to find anything interesting. And then one of the cleaners showed up. And we were like, fuck this, and just legged it. The other one is when they were building the skate ramps up at the, up the bottom of the Valsy Park. And we met under there and he was trying to get me to snob this girl. Which I did. Yeah. Mate. Did you clap those cheeks, mate? I did not. I was like fucking 11. So, well, what would... Because obviously, Leslie is in contact with a group during this episode. This episode. So I'm going to ask you three. I'm going to give you a couple of options. First one is going to be Candyman. The Candyman, which is what we used to, which is from the film, yeah. is a, a story of about a leisure centre that had closed down. Not the one that we burned down. Did, <laughs> for, literally, round the corner from it, there was like an no. I think it was where they used to play golf, and it was like they'd abandoned this building. So That's there's that. It's the Candyman. One, I've also got the falling off the roof, and I've got the slaughterhouse story. Yeah, I can't remember how many of those I've heard. You might have heard all of them. Uh, I, 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 the falling off the roof one, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Yeah, you probably heard, that, heard one. that one. So, oh, okay, so between the Candyman building and the Slaughterhouse, I'll let you two decide. You can throw it in a little group and say, Sam's going to tell a story between the Candyman, Candyman Leisure Centre, or the Slaughterhouse from when he was a child. We'll get the results. 
Which one would you rather hear? I know, I kind of want to hear the slaughterhouse one. Yeah. What What is it about the, that 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 makes you want to hear it? That just sounds like it's gonna be interesting. It was fucking weird. I'll tell you that. And and Leslie, are you the same, or do you, do you like the idea of the Candyman? Oh, no, I want to hear the slaughterhouse one. I want to hear the I'm, I'm popping it in the group. So I put I put a uh, I put a little proof. And so I said so. The slaughterhouse one involves a literal slaughterhouse. The Candyman one involves my peepee. <laughs> so that's that's the diff that's the difference between the two. I was the same age for both of us, about eleven or twelve. Yeah, and the Candyman involves alcohol. And the slaughterhouse just involves like rankness. Just pure rankness. Nice. So you're probably both gonna lean towards the slaughterhouse, but We'll see what Leslie says. I'm putting in a poll. And when we got the results of the poll, I'll be able to, uh, you know, divulge on one of those. So we had a little a little vote yeah. on that, and we're going to do some of this more, and we're, we're going to set up. So if you do follow our Facebook page, you do listen, we're probably going to set up a little Discord chat. Uh, we've got one which was meant for Patreon, but we might do one that's just for this sort of shit in the future. But we've got a chat of people. So... The votes are in on my two stories. Yeah. We had uh, Sahi voted for Candyman. Yeah. You, Leslie, and Chris voted for Slaughterhouse, yep. as did... Aston, Derek. Aston, Derek, and Corey. Yep. So, Those are the ones. most voted for the Slaughterhouse. Let's fucking do it. The, let's do it. There used to be a Slaughterhouse in Plumstead. Um, near where my cousins lived. It's just, that's in London, by the way. There's just East London. And the slaughterhouse in Plumstead was abandoned and shut down. The abattoir, the whole fucking lot. So my cousins, we went, we went around my cousin's house and we were like, we're going to the fucking slaughterhouse. We're going to go in there. It's haunted, same shit. People always hear it's haunted, haunted building, haunted slaughterhouse. There's fucking, you hear animal noises and that when you're in there. That's what they were saying, yeah? No, that's the feral pigs, dude. <clears throat> that's the fir- fucking 30, 50 feral pigs in there. <laughs> so we went there and the only way into the slaughterhouse was through the roof. So we had to climb this roof and if you, you know anti-climb paint? Yeah. That silver shit. So we're all climbing, we're covered in fucking everywhere there's a security guard as well he stood there smoking he didn't see us so we get on this roof of this, and I'm talking we must have climbed 30 foot to get on this fucking ledge <laughs> stupid <laughs> shit up the fucking drain pipe like a bunch of dickheads yeah. right and then the next level of the slaughterhouse they were scaffolding up because they're taking it down and they're taking all the lead off the roofs and shit because they're going to resell that before they bulldoze it yeah so we go up this scaffolding so now we're probably about 70 foot in the fucking air yeah. yeah. And we're on this sort of house, and lo and behold, yeah, the door on the roof, that's the fire exit thing, is not there. You yeah. just walk straight into the fucking building. Pitch black, zero electricity on. So we walk down these fucking stairs into this room, and the first one we get to is like a, a kitchen. Yeah. So we're like, let's look in the kitchen, we're opening cupboards, there's still crisps and shit in there. Like, these people lost their job and were told to fucking leave. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, the building is being taken apart. No one has gone through the interior yet. So we're in there and we're like, 
shifting through these cupboards, stealing crisps in bags. We open the fucking fridge. It's mouldy shit everywhere, so there's no power. Yeah. Right? There's beers in there. So we take these beers in our bags. They're unopened, but they're not cold. It's the middle of the summer as well. This place stunk. Yeah. Yeah? And we go into this bit. It's like a computer. There's like computers and shit. So we're near. We're stealing keyboards. I don't know why. Yeah. There's still some fucking keyboards. Okay. Yeah. What are we gonna sell? Who are we gonna sell them to? It's the fucking nineties. Who are we realistically gonna sell keyboards to? Nobody. They've already we're, got them. We're kids yeah. as well. You know. We're stealing keyboards. We're opening fucking desks. Some of them are locked. We're fucking cracking them open because the other kids that were there with my cousins, they were like fucking seventeen years old. They're like fucking crowbarring these things. There's mobile phones, these bricks in there, like the work phones that people had to leave behind. We're fucking pilfering everything. We find a fucking stack of coins. We're like fucking have that. It's about forty quid here in 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 the bag. We find VHS tapes there in the little crew room bit because there's yeah. a TV. They fucking take the fucking pipe to the TV screen and smash it. In the nineties, if you want to nick anything, nick the fucking TV, yeah. right? We smash it. We take the video, fucking. We lob that at the wall of VHS player. We're being fucking. We're terrorizing. We're cracking these beer cans open, thinking we're hard. You know, pouring them on ourselves like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, give me a hell yeah! Fucking going for it. Walking around this whole office floor, damaging shit, smashing shit, kicking stuff over, kicking computers over, smashing computers up. Oof. This shit computer for now, but back then they wouldn't have been kicking them. Well, fuck them. Like, we didn't realize if we realized the value of that shit, that's what you would have taken. Um, and our because my cousin's like, Oh, the geezer at the video shop will buy this off you. That, that was the reason we were stealing keyboards. It'll buy keyboards, it'll buy anything. He'd give you like a fiver for them, and at that time, keyboards were like 40 quid, yeah, yeah, for, for the time period. And that would have been a lot of money. That would have been like giving you a hundred quid now for a keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. And to buy a hundred quid keyboard now, you're buying a decent fucking keyboard. You can buy keyboards for a tenner. Yeah. But the keyboards that are a tenner now are probably the quality of the shit from back then, right? So we're having a ter- we're terrorizing. We get into this bit. And there's lockers. We're going through the lockers. There's fucking trainers in there. We're fucking stealing trainers, used fucking shitty trainers. We, we've got, there's m- more money in people's lockers. You know, people keep a couple of quid in their locker. There's a vending machine. We take the fucking crowbar to the vending machine, smash it. We're nicking all the fucking Coca-Cola cans out of it. We're fucking, like, we're just being dickheads. The lot of us just being dickheads. Then we move on to the, the floor that is the abattoir area yeah and the fucking stench when we <laughs> opened it and the flies were fucking and it filled as we opened the door we couldn't even go back at this point because the fucking flies and the smell it's going to be everywhere right fucking, it fucking stank. there were rotten fucking carcasses all on these conveyor belts and shit still hanging up on chains like they'd stopped production yeah. Literally just fucking stopped it. Looks like a fucking metal Dead album on. cover. Yeah, but I'm talking like, this has been like it for months now in the summer. This shit was uh. rotten. It fucking stank. So we were like putting our fucking hoods up, fucking putting scarves around our fucking faces, pulling our t-shirts up to try and avoid the smell. We walk through the end and then the torch starts flashing about. Security guards heard the fucking noise and the police are there Oof. with the security guard. What's going on in here? So, cousin, Nick, he was a little shit. He's like, run, 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 run. Run where? 
runway. We run to the end of this bit. We're fucking, the fucking carcasses. Dude. We're tripping over carcasses. Like, they are fucking everywhere. There's fucking heads, rotten heads, like, in barrels and shit. It's like, it's like, it's like fucking a nightmare fuel, right? Anyway, my cousin gets to this end, and there's this, like, fucking round circle in the wall, and he jumps in it, and he's like, whoa, and you hear him echoing, because it's like a shoot, yeah? Guts. And he gets to the bottom, and he's like, Jump, jump, jump. And the police are now nicking people. They're grabbing people because these kids are 17, 18. You know? We're the youngest. Cousin Dean, he fucking dives down it head first. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to. Like, I'm looking at a dark hole. Yeah, And it's like, I've already seen bodies and shit. I'm scared to fuck. The police are there. I jump in this dark hole. And to this day, I still think I could hear animals. But I think that's because they said it. When you're in there, you fucking hear animals, right? And there's shouting going on. And, I, and I'm like, I can hear mooing from cow. I, that's what I could think I did. I hit the bottom and I slice my elbow. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? That's going to get fucking yeah, infected. It, exactly. It, it didn't, honestly. Oh, wow. But that's what I thought. Fuck, fuck. I'm laying in bones and fucking like guts and like, but rotten to fuck. Like... It, I'm covered, like my entire fucking trousers are just stained with this black, fucking rancid, <laughs> necrotic fucking blood all over me. My cousin Dean's throwing up. He's, whoa, whoa, he's going out. My cousin Nick's like, get up, get up, get up. Shitting his fucking pants, literally, right? So we run to the, the through this darkness. We can't see shit. And we hit like um, a shutter door. And it's like boom, up against the shutter door. But none of this stuff's locked. Well, it's locked from the inside. It's not padlocked. It's not this. So he finds the chain. And you know what fucking chain shuts are like. They take forever to open. And we're all pulling this fucking chain to get open like, for, like four foot off the floor. Or two foot off the floor. And we roll out of there. There's police cars in front of us. No one's in the police cars because they're all in the fucking building. Fucking leg it. And we leg it through this field. We, like, I'm looking, my cousin's got fucking rotten entrails all over him, <laughs> right? We're fucking running through this world. We duck into the woods, and there's like a, I call it a ditch, but it's like, I don't know if you have ever been, you know in parks and stuff, you have them like random ditches that water runs through, right? yeah. around the edges of them. So we're running through this fucking muddy, watery ditch. We get to the end of it, and we climb out, and we're like, almost opposite where my cousins live. We run across the green there, run in front of the fucking road, almost get hit by cars. We just panicked, right? Yeah. We run through their back garden into their back garden. And the first thing my cousin Nick, Nick does is jump in the pond. That, they ain't going to save no one, like, at this stage. Anyway, he fucking leaps into the pond. My cousin Dean's on his knees, crying his fucking eyes out. I'm there, like, going, fuck, fuck, fuck. We go to walk into the house... All the parents are pissed, in it? In the fucking back room. They didn't even realise. We ran upstairs. We all showered. We all fucking lobbed our clothes in a fucking dustbin. We I put my cousin's clothes on. And the parent, they never fucking knew. The whole shit that happened. They did not know what happened. At all. That's brutal. To this day. And, I'm, and I still I can still remember. The thing I remember the most is the smell. They, when we opened the door to that room. And you just got hit by this wave. Of just rot. Fucking Gross. Absolutely fucking gross. Fucking Jesus. And, that, and, that, and that's the slaughterhouse story. 
Damn. Fucking Jesus. Like, nothing anywhere near that epic has happened in my childhood. Basically, fucking London. This is yeah. the problem. And then, like, my cousins, like, they, they might listen. Not that they were rough. Like, they grew up in a Plumstead, Scumstead. Like, that's what they call it. It's a shithole. It is a fucking knife crime, shitty fucking area in South East London, East London. It's a dump. Isn't that everywhere in South East London? Parts of it, but there's some that are, like, Woolwich, Plumstead, Cholton. Those areas are just shit. Yeah. So, like, this is where we were. And, like, we'd lost all our bags, so we didn't take any of the stuff with us, the, the VHS tapes and shit. We'd lost a lot. We'd fucking lost it all. And that was our own belongings, the bags. Like, yes, we were fucking causing mischief, but, I don't know, kids are going to cause fucking mischief if you yeah. find a band of building. So Chris had another story. <laughs> yeah. This was <laughs> quite a long time ago when we went on a holiday. And at the resort, me and my brother were just there, chilling in the pool, because that was one of the only attractions that we could do. Because we couldn't go to the gym because we weren't old enough. Couldn't get wankered. Couldn't get wankered because we weren't old enough. That being said, though, I went, I went to the bar and she like she served my mum cocktails and gave me like the mock like mock non-alcoholic ones, and apparently I don't remember it very well, but the bar apparently the barmaid at the fucking resort fucking adored me. Wow. Yeah. Fucking jailbait, mate. Yeah, that's what you were. But when when we were in the pool, we just decided to have a stupid little fucking race because you know. Here we are, and I thought, fuck it, let's just have some fun. So my brother thought he'd be a smart ass. And at the back of the pool, they had, like, water jets. Because it was kind of meant to be like a, you put your back like against it, and it was like a jacuzzi. Yeah. yeah, not quite a wave pool, but more like, you know, in jacuzzis, you get, like, the bits that spray out all the all the air. So like, it's almost yeah. like a massage. They had that right at the back of the pool, in the, in the um, stupidly enough, in the deep end, rather than the shallow end where you can just sit down and sort of chill out. But either way, my brother thought he'd be a smart ass. And as we were going to push off in the water to start the race, he pressed the button to turn the jets on, which he did. However, how he was against the wall, the jet went straight up his ass. <laughs> how old your brother? At this point, my brother was like nine. Was he older or younger than you? Younger than me. Younger. So he pushes off the wall, gets about... I don't know, two shots and four and just shits himself. <laughs> so we've condemned this pool to the point where they had to take us out of it, drain the pool, and then I was just there like, what the fuck have you two done? I was like, it wasn't me, it was him. <laughs> so like, you can't just blame your little brother oh, for it. It was actually him. I, I would have fucking shat myself out of So you reminded me of something, right? Saying my cousin Nick had just mentioned he was a little fucking shit. Like, right, so that Brighton trip I was talking about this is not even what I was going to say, but I can go to that first. When we were swimming in the sea, there's this guy and he's like, calm down, like he's being a dickhead, calm down, like he swims up to us, he's like, I'm going to fucking smash you up, like he's being a knob. <laughs> My cousin shits in his hand. <laughs> shits in his hand and just lobs it straight at this bloke and it fucking hits him in the back of the head. It fucking explodes round his head. <laughs> This guy's like, you fucking cunts, he's fucking screaming. We have to swim 
out of the sea. We have to run up the fucking beach. He's chasing us. He's coked in shit around his fucking head. Why he didn't just dunk himself underwater first? I don't yeah. know. I mean, guys, guys, fucking shit. Clearly and, a floater. And like, we run up this thing. Oh, this was a different time. This is a different trip because we run up, and my uncles and the guy and and Andy, who date, dates Nick's mum, who's been with her now for twenty odd years, they were there. So when the guy comes up wanting the fighters. It's now my two uncles and, 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 well, technically my third uncle, Andy, right? So we run up and they're like, what the fuck's going on? And they threw shit at us. <laughs> we didn't throw shit at you. We didn't throw shit at you. And it was just fucking, that, that happened, right? But the swimming pool story with Nick, because, again, he's a dirty fucker. Like, he'd do it sometimes, like, if there was a time he could take a shit or a piss to, like, piss people off in some way, he'd do it. If it meant shitting in the stock and lobbing it out a bus oh. window at someone, he'd do it, right? He's such a dirty little fucking scummer when we kid. Anyway, we've been in this pool, and um, it was in Elton Bars, ain't there no more. And um, they had one water flume, it's one at a time. <laughs> so we got to the top of it, and this girl went down. Oh, yeah. But before she went down, she kept she kept stamping on the ground, splashing this cold fucking water. You had to queue up these steps. There's like 50 people in the queue. And you have to go in this fucking flick. She kept doing it. And Nick's going, stop splashing me, you slut. Stop fucking splashing me, you slut. We're about 14 at the time. She said, don't call me a slut. I'm fucking here with these people. I'm fucking... And he's like, just shut the fuck up. Like, he's fucking arguing with her. Right? She gets in the, the slide and I'm the next person. <laughs> he fucking grabs me and we jump both into the slide, like two seconds behind her. My mate Jordan and my mate John are there. My mate Dean and my cousin Dean, right, they all just busted in this fucking slide all at the same time. Anyway, the girl's at the bottom, and we all just fucking slam into her, this group of fuck. Because when we're going down the slide, we're trying to hold it, hold, like, stop ourselves, and just sit in the fucking slide, because he wouldn't let anyone else go in until he came out at the bottom, right? So we're, like, holding it, holding it, holding it, and, like, probably for a minute, and the girl's at the bottom of the slide, and she's like, Ugh. and then, anyway, this bundle of, like, five fucking lads, and just slam into her. She's with, like, um, not a disability class, but, like, I don't know. It was a summer holidays, and she's she's with... I, I, when I say disability class, they were doing, right? She's on some sort of coach trip to the pool through some sort of youth club, right? So we get to the bottom, and this guy comes up, picks on me, and he's just like, oh, I'll knock you the fuck out. And I'm like, well, what, why? And he's like, don't fucking backchat me, you cunt. Right, and he's like, "Oh, knock you the fuck out!" And this is like a thirty-year-old man. I'm like fourteen. I'm like, I don't, I don't, "I'm not fucking doing anything." And then my cousin Nick climbs out of the fucking pool and's like, "Fuck off, you ginger cunt!" <laughs> fucking bloke. The geezer then goes for me, lunges for me, and they're fucking blowing their whistles. And like, "God, you gotta get out!" They're screaming at us. And Nick's like, "What for? What for? What are you throwing us out for? Swearing at nothing?" And we're like, "No, we fell down it." Like. And then they're like, all right, you can stay. And then they pull this guy aside and they say to him, don't threaten kids in a fucking swimming pool. We swim to the deep end out of the way because there's, there's more of them. There's this guy. There's like two other, three other guys with them. And there's about 20 kids. So we're like, we're going to, and they're the same age. And we're like, we're going to end up with a punch up. And there's literally like six of us, right? And then we're at the deep end of the pool and there's a diving board and we're jumping off the diving board and just splashing about, fucking around. And the guard comes around the the the, the um, lifeguard and he goes, lads, you're gonna have to cut, calm it down. I'm gonna kick you out. Yeah, I'm gonna kick you out. You're causing trouble, and these people are fucking moaning. We're gonna kick you out. 
So we're like, oh, okay, all right, we'll calm down. And we swim to the steps. My cousin Nick goes, I'm just going to dive in one more time. And then we go. He goes to the end of the diving board, pulls his fucking trousers down, <laughs> pisses into the pool and goes, Oi, lifeguard, you fucking wanker. And he's just pissing in the pool. The guy's up them steps, you know, the steps with the seat. Yeah. He's up blowing his whistle. He's trying to get down the steps. We have to fucking leg it out. But we're still in our shorts and shit, yeah? So we run into the street in our fucking shorts and pants and fucking swimming trunks and that. And we're like, got to phone my dad to get him to pick us up because we're in fucking trouble. And yeah. I'm like, I ain't ever need men to fight us. My dad's there, right? So we phone my dad. We tell him to come pick us up. He's like, I'll be there in about 20 minutes. Go back in and get your stuff. Just one of you go in and get your stuff. Give all your keys because you lock your keys you wear on your arm. Go in and get your stuff. So I go and I go... I know we got kicked out, can I go get my stuff? It's just me. And they were like, all right, you can go in. My cousin Nick is like, I want to go as well. So like, all right, the two of you can go in. Get our stuff from the lockers, me and him get changed and we take the stuff out to the rest of them. But there's like, <laughs> there's bags and bags and bags of people's clothes because the group that came, <laughs> the group that came couldn't get lockers because they turned up in a group of like 20 of them. So they'd left them all in this like big pile at the very end of, of where you get changed. So he, Nick, just fucking grabs these clothes and chucks them in this shower <laughs> and turns the fucking shower on and all their clothes. He's pilfering wallets. He's fucking going through all watches, smashing these watches. We're like, Nick, 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 you got, we got to fucking go. We got to go. Anyway, he, he, he opens one and it's like, these are adults clothes. Yeah. And it's like one of them old Puma head bag things you used to get, the big fucking barrel bags. And it's like, there's like two or three adults clothes in here. And he's like, I'm fucking taking it. Puts it on his shoulder. We go outside. My dad's there because there's five of us kind of get in the car. So Nick's like, I'll get the bus. And I say, I'll get the bus with Nick as well. Dad takes my cousin, my mate Dean, my mate John, drives off with him. I walk with Nick. He's like, this ain't the way to the bus. Yeah, it's the way to the train station. <laughs> And he just fucking gets this bag and just lobs it onto the tracks. Not where the train would be, like down the tra- like down the side of it. He's fucking swinging it round by its handle and just lets go of it. And it goes about 30 fucking foot down the track. And he's like, get your shit back now. And that's that's my swimming pool story of him. It's just fucking chaos. But then that's what we what what else were we gonna do back then? Like either playing video games or causing fucking chaos. You got any more haunted house, legend house, weird house? Leslie, you must have you must have at least one story of being somewhere you shouldn't fucking be. Fuck. Ugh. I'm kind of a white blanket when it comes to this shit. Yeah. Give like give me a fucking give me a few minutes to think out. Yeah, no, no, of course. One I've got. Yeah? Yeah. Was chaos. The last one was chaos. Fuck, maybe... Well, for those who don't know, Chaos is like a local metal, metal rock festival. festival. But they do it right on the cliffs. In a field up by one of the pubs. It's a nice little area, but on the camping ground, it gets really hot. And I left my tent there because I felt sick on the second day we were there. So I went... I, went, I didn't go home, but I went down to grab some more, like drinks that weren't alcoholic went back up and then eventually we just left anyway because people just got bored because it was all shit 
because it's like you're taking your own alcohol on that end. But you couldn't take your own alcohol, you couldn't take your own food. Yeah. You couldn't even bring your own soft drinks. Yeah, they did that. They, I think they've calmed down on that now. I damn to me a blood, blood stop once. Right, what a fucking when, nightmare that was. When I was at Chaos once, they fucking confiscated my fucking alcohol off me. I got all pissed off. But what we were doing was they sort of said, you know, you need to take this home with you. Yeah. And I'd lost the bag and put little bits of tents in. Yeah. I was there. I was already hungover. I couldn't be bothered to deal with it. Yeah. So I just set fire to the tent. <laughs> it was a cheap, like, fucking, I don't know, 15 quid tent that I got from Woolworths. Wow. That, that's how old, that's how long ago it was. Woolworths was still around. That just got dated. Yeah. But it was, like, a cheap, shitty little tent. All my kit, all my kit was out of it anyway. I didn't really care about it, so I just I literally took took the tent poles out of it and set it on fire. Wow! Which apparently quite a few people did that year because there was about four burnt out tents. I think only I think one of them was actually by mistake though. Someone did just accidentally set their tent on fire by having a fag. Wow! But you know, it'd be that way. It do, yeah. The other one which I do feel slightly bad for was when we were at Chaos maybe two or three years before that. Yeah. And for whatever unknown reason, we just decided to empty a bin in your tent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sean was in it, so we didn't care at the time. Oh, but... yeah. Oh, okay, that day of that. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I remember I fucking pussied out on the second day of that one because I was fucked. Yeah. That's what, like, fucking two days worth of collated fucking hangovers does to you. Yeah, man. It'd be that way. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking, that was a time. Yeah, then we just sort of emptied our rubbish bin into the tent and flipped it over. We're shining it. Uh, Nothing of value was lost. Ruined. She's a thought anyway. Yeah. I'm positive I've told a story about me at Bloodstock before. Uh, it depends. Where I had to fucking go through this ditch with my mate uh, to get to get our booze in. I fucking, I think I remember you saying about you yeeting over the fence or something. Yeah, we had to fucking chuck. I think my mate's missus and we had to sneak it all in. Yeah. And we were fucking just covered in shit and mud and fucking stuff. So, positive I've said that on this before. Um, one thing we could do, yeah. again, is ask a question of, of people that are listening. Obviously, the people that are listening that aren't involved in this. Yeah. Let us know. We will set up a chat, a Discord. We'll be able to do this more. With Discord, we will do live episodes, which oh, we have yeah. spoke about. We've done one on Twitch. Yeah. But through Discord, we can do more. So that would be the next thing. So we'll ask a question and then we'll come back. So we asked, we asked people in, in, in the chat to uh, vote for personal stories like we have been sharing or ghost stories. Yeah. Uh, only Sahi and, and Leslie want personal. Yeah. And who wants ghosts? Myself and... Uh, Aston fucking Larissa, which is incidentally the name of my wild character. Yeah? Yeah. You, you tell her that, she'll love it. Yeah, that happened. Uh, and Joe. And Joe. Right, so ghost stories win. I'm going to start with Chris. There's one, I have none personally, apart from ones that I've heard on ghost tours. So there is a woman over here that does tours of the island, mainly around like the town centre, because that's where a lot of like supposed witch burnings, like all the haunted stories from like sailors happened. The weird thing is with Guernsey, and I will, I will say this: there's a massive fucking book about there, all of what, them. There what? Yeah. There were witch burnings here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like in England, there were like four. There weren't as many. Like they make it out. In America, there were a fucking shitload. But in England, in France, in Germany, here, there were fucking shitloads of witch burnings on this island. There was the werewolf gang. As well, did you hear about that? Mm. 
There's like a gang of guys that were wolf because obviously wolves used to be on the island, not anymore. Shame. They would dress in sheep and wolves clothing basically yeah. and go get fucking off their face and then just go into town raping and murdering. This we're talking because obviously what people won't know is there was a time on this island where piracy and pirates were fucking huge. Oh yeah. Yep. And this island was basically overrun with criminal well, it's, scum. A re- it's in a really good place between France and England. So yeah, so if you were gonna hotel. Yeah, if you yeah, a natural port. So if you were gonna stop off to smuggle shit, this is where you'd fucking do it. And and they and they did. And they still do. You still get not so much now because they've closed all them you know them beaches where um pirates now would meet. Yeah. They've closed a lot of those now. You can't get near them. They've put fucking nets it's and like shit in. Saints Bay and things like yeah, that. Yeah, so because people would still do it, you know, even six, seven years ago, people would come here to drop off drugs here because it's easier to get the drugs from here to the UK than it is to come directly from Europe to the UK to get drugs. In fact, you could get on a plane here back then, not so much now. But when I first came in, there was no scanners and shit in the fucking airport. You'd smuggle whatever the fuck you wanted. You just have to be unlucky enough to get stopped, and I've only ever been stopped once. So, <clears throat> so you know, the, the the benefits would be there, and I think, which is why at Gatwick now, when you get off, you have to get on that little bus thing, mm. yeah, and they take you to a separate little bit to go through. Yeah. Whereas before they didn't, and that's just because, and I think that's because you'd have a lot of Eastern European people, not blaming them for it, and Russians come here to work. And in that group, there were people that would come here just to meet drug dealers and take drugs to the UK, and that was what they were here for. So it would happen. Because all they had to do is just go back between France and here. They haven't got to go to the UK. They haven't got to deal with Coast Guards. They haven't got to deal with anything. They can just they just come here quite easily. And I don't think a lot of them were sailing as well. I think some of them were just jumping on a fucking Condor from St. Marlowe. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, there isn't really any security on the Condor, so... No. Well, there's a little bit, but not so much anymore. When you're in your car, they ain't checking your car for shit. They literally Sometimes check they your car for explosives and that's about it. Like they scan your car like underneath and all that, but they don't they sort of look in the boot and in like the actual car cabin, but that's about it. Not every time. I've no. just drove when we've just driven on and driven off. It's happened every time we've gone away to Comic Con. To, yeah. oh, to England. I'm sure they had to field day. So I'm I'm talking yeah, about, I'm talking I'm talking about coming in and going from France. Oh, to and from France. Yeah. Um, we've been stopped once. Yeah, they fucking barely stop you going. So if you were coming through Europe with drugs, dropping them off at Guernsey, and then taking them from Guernsey on a little private plane or something to England, no cunt stopping you. And that they've clamped down on it, and that that was obviously going on. So piracy is still big on this island. Plus, it's still illegal to pirate. When it comes to copying and duplicating and stuff, totally it's not illegal, illegal yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, so so nearly illegal to make money off it. Yeah. But distributing, uh, copying, and distributing is completely illegal. But the ghost story you heard—that's a local mm. one. Well, there's one one ghost story and one witch burning story, so I suppose local local law at this point. One of them is around all the back streets in town. It's all quite old and cobbled, and lots of like small little lanes. That unless you're going around them purposely, you probably wouldn't even know they were there. Little alleyways, little duck outs, yeah. yeah we... Like there was one around the back of the there's one around the back of the cock and bull. Yeah. And until I got taken around it on this little tour, I wouldn't have known it was there. But one of the local legends is that in all these little lanes there is a black dog. Like quite I don't know, I suppose like wolf size. Oh, is like, it's like the hellhound thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like large wolf sort of sized dog with red eyes and supposedly if you see it you're meant to die old local legend from like 
times with sailors because when someone saw it, it was basically like an omen of misfortune. So if you'd seen like this, the, like supposedly one guy that saw it was going back to like basically find like accommodation for the night, fell down the stairs and died. So a bit like the the old black cat cross, crossing your path. Yeah, it's just. But um, they're saying this, this dog is supernatural. It's not a real. It's not. Yeah. It's not someone owns. I heard about it a lot when I was a kid. Basically, supposedly, it like marks your soul for death, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And the there's quite a lot of witch burnings that have happened over here. Whether or not they're all true remains to be known because I haven't read the book. Well, the island's full of fucking burial mounds and shit as well, mm-hmm. like all over the place, and they they don't. They don't dig them up and look at them. And I know, I can't remember if it's Herm or somewhere, one of the other little offshoot islands, they've now found Roman forts and shit there. I think it's which they should, probably it's, Sark. Probably Sark, yeah. And they didn't know Romans ever made it to the Channel Islands. They think they missed them completely because there's, there's nothing else Roman on this island, but randomly there's like a little fort, small little building there. And they, they think, think most of the stuff on this island is fucking German. <clears throat> yeah. Well... Pre-Germany, a lot of it's French. Yeah. The, architect, the architecture around town is very, very French. And then a lot of it's Edwardian yeah. from England. Well, so, you, we used to mainly be French. So yeah. our, um, our local language is a mix of Guernsey, as, um, yeah. English and French. Yeah. Going to say, I think it's called. And say, people want to sort of bring it back because not very many people speak it anymore. Yeah, I was going to no. say there's a very few people who speak it now. But, even, but it is, the thing is, while there's very few people, it's commendable that they want to bring it back. It is essentially the same as Norman French. Yeah. It's just got some words that aren't yeah. the same because Although, it's a localised version of Norman French. To be fair, it's got something very like similar to Norman French and I don't want to fucking learn it. So, <laughs> fair. But no, it's supposed Some words make, words make sense. A pushang. Yeah. A push like, bike. Yeah. Pushang. Uh, a la pushoin. A la pushoin is... Um, I ain't even from here and I know something. That's because like. on the back of the buses and the back of the um, po- uh, post... Fans. Yeah, there's, there's like some little phrases in patois. Uh, I think Alpha Shine is till we meet again. Yeah, so a yeah, goodbye, yeah. more or less a goodbye. But the main witch burning story, which I think is the main one that they tell on these little ghost tour like nights. Yeah, we should do is, one and then pod about it. Yeah, they, yeah. they do around Halloween and they're actually really, they're actually pretty interesting. Well, obviously, Halloween episodes got to be a fucking thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shortly, right? So maybe we should do one near then and then pod about it straight yeah. straight afterwards, even though we'd be podding later than normal. Yeah. Finish that. Um drink while we're on the tour. They normally start around seven and finish at nine, so they're not that bad. Yeah, so we we, we normally we start around six ish, you know. Yeah. But we could drink during the tour, uh-huh. come back and record straight afterwards. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. Um yeah, so the, the your, your witch story. The main one is... So, the stairs going up from the Golden Line. Constitution steps. <laughs> About halfway up those steps, there was a witch burnt at the stake there. But the witch in question was quite heavily pregnant. Mm. And during the burning, I would say gave birth, didn't. She basically just popped. Yeah. But they saw fetus during the birth. Oh, no, they were fully born. Like, yeah. Probably developed enough, enough to be enough to be alive, effectively, at that point. And a soldier sort of walked forward, picked, like, pulled the baby out of the fire to sort of say, you know, it's a baby. 
and the it's a small human it's a small human but the whoever was doing the burning so probably a member of the church put it back in pretty much yeah I'm just told him it's like it's ta- it's tainted they would have done throw it back in, in. I'm tainted meat dude it's like, throw it, it's like yeah. throw it back in so this guy just had to throw a baby back into a fire you must have some Leslie you must have some shit you've heard even just random <coughs> shit not anything personally I'd be shocked if neither of you thought you saw a ghost once when you were a kid. Well, my sister says some shit whispers about my birth, like... some shit. What's your sister say? Oh, no, it's just about my gran. It's nothing like yeah. big. I've got fucking shitloads of them. Shitloads. And I'm I'm an atheist. I do not believe in ghosts. But I've got stuff in through my childhood. One I can't explain now. Um, but even since moving to Guernsey, I've got some mad shit that fucking... Like, so when I first moved there, I lived by Havlet. Yeah, there and they've now built loads of buildings there. But there's like nothing there when I first lived in. And I was sat there. This is Xbox One wasn't out yet. Playing playing my PS3. I turn it off. <coughs> I'm like, oh Big yeah, fucking I'm, ghost dong hanging out. No, I'm gonna play. Right? I'm gonna play Defiance. Yeah. Yeah. On my Xbox 360. Turn the 360. I'm playing Defiance, and it just goes like crashes back to the main screen menu screen click defiance to load up it loads up youtube right and i'm like trying to back out of it won't starts playing gregorian chanting right and i'm like what the fuck so i turn my xbox off going what the fuck is it doing turn it off i'm like i'm going to bed so when i turn it off on i'm not getting the red ring it's just doing the flashing loading thing i go to bed 20 minutes later I'm like, what the fuck? So I get up out out of my bed and I'm like, it turned itself back on. So I'm plugging at the wall. But I did shit myself. I was like, what the fuck is that? Anyway, at that flat, below us was an office as well. And all night you could hear and like, I'm going to dramatise it for those listening. Yeah. From downstairs. like, Like, but loud. Like, not rats, not... Like humans running about, and I remember going, "Who the fuck is in the office? Are they working late?" And this, I'm like, "It's two in the fucking morning," because sometimes they'd have the IT firm come and do all their updates in the night, and it'd be like once every three months or something. I'm like, "What are they doing? Running around down there?" I remember walking outside, every single fucking light off. Go back inside, coming from down there. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, what is that? That that's not natural. It's definitely the thumping footstep sound, right? So that happened quite a lot of the time, and and my missus, she was like going, "What the fuck? What the fuck is this?" Getting scared by it, and then you could hear like boom, boom, boom from the flat next door, yeah. which was empty. No one lived in the flat next door, right? And and I remember just her being fucking shit scared. A couple of months went by, <clears throat> walked in the front room, and all our furniture was upside down. Wow. No, you're not even making that up. Wow. I was asleep. I didn't fucking walk into it, right? And she couldn't have fucking done it herself, flip a sofa. Now, I was convinced the people that ran the office, because they tried to put a rent up, they were fucking weird when we were like, look, we need the boiler looking at, it's too expensive, it's fucking doing that. 150 quid a month in the winter heating this place that's the unnatural amount of expenditure for a fucking boiler there's something wrong with it and I said to her I think they're trying to get us out of here 
and they're coming in and fucking with us in the night. Yeah. And she's like, it's a lot of trouble to go through. Yeah. And I just remember that, like, that at the time, that she she was convinced that that is a ghost. Yeah. Doing it. But we'd come home, like, we'd, we'd go out and come back and, like, walk into the kitchen, all the cupboard doors are open. All the cupboard doors in the kitchen, just fucking wide open. For no reason at all. Just, just open, sat there, just wide open. No explanation for it. Mm, I feel like I'm like, I'm remembering something that happened to me now. Yeah. So then, this story gets, <coughs> this, is crazy, so this story gets weirder. Yeah. Panda Chinese in town. Yeah. You know it? It's a bit shit. That's okay. It's all right. It's just a fucking sticky Chinese. Yeah. You get. Go to Good Earth, it's right next to it. Yeah, but it's not open to three in the morning. Yeah, true that. So, ordered a panda for delivery. Yeah. It's when I lived at Hadlet. Doorbell goes, go downstairs, answer the door, and she's like, I used to live here. The driver. All right. Said, uh, how did you find it? Because all this weird shit's been going on, right? How did you find it? I said, we find it a bit weird, to be honest. A bit, bit isolated, a bit quiet. And she went, you're talking about the ghost. Oof. That's her exact words. And I was like, how the fuck? Like, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Opening cupboards, turning the boiler on and off, turning the oven on and off. I was like, we entered the oven on and off. Electrics. She said, oh, I lived here in the 70s as a kid. The telly would turn itself on and off. Like, all this shit would go on. We, we had to leave because of it. And obviously, that's where the brewery was. Yeah. And obviously, the brewery had just, just been knocked down when we moved in. And I was like... Then I was like, this is, this is fucking real, right? There's something real about it. And I don't believe any of this. So it's a major, major conflict to me. Supernatural doesn't exist. So I go upstairs. I'm, my, my missus, she stood at the top of the... She's heard all this. She's white as a fucking sheep hearing the woman say this. She's like, yeah, you used to do this. It's like you'd put food on the oven in a pan and the pan would end up on the floor and everything would be spilt everywhere. Like, stuff like that. And my missus like, well, that's kind of what happens to us. Like, we hear, bang, we walk in, cupboards open, and bean cans are falling out of the cupboard. Like, so we speak to the landlord, and we just say, look, is there any fucking, like, tremors, anything that could cause this? No, 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 no problems. No problems. But then the fucking landlord, who owns the building, also owns the office down below, they come in in the morning and find their equipment turned on. Screens just randomly on. Like, that they've turned off. They've been away for the weekend, you know. They've got, and then they were saying stuff like, or sometimes lights would be on, the toilet light would be on, the, the, the bathroom, the, the, the hallway light would just randomly be on. And they said, like, oh, yeah, maybe the electrics are bad, so the electricians look around, nothing fucking wrong with it. So I went, I'm gonna try and sort this out to get rid of a ghost. Bullshit. I don't believe in it, though, yeah. right? And I'm not looking at Christian stuff, I'm just not dealing with it. I find this thing called um, a Japanese ghost maze. Uh, you put it on your door, and basically, it's like a you see them in Japan above door frames, these like circles, and they've got like patterns in it, like uh, and it's basically a maze. And what happens is you put that up, the ghost tries to enter your house, it gets trapped in the maze. Yeah, that's how the Japanese sit. The Chinese have door demons, you know, when the doors are covered in a demon. So, I printed some of them out, massive things, and stuck them on the fucking door, never happened again. Wow. Never, ever happened again the entire time we lived there. Fucking ghosts are real, confirmed. Once I put that up, nothing fucking happened again. Maybe it's a placebo effect. Maybe you were just losing your mind. Well, I still think it was the people fucking with us. And I think once we confronted them and said, what the fuck is going on? 
it stopped. That's what I think. But, like, how did my Xbox fuck up? Yeah. Do you know, like, like, as dumb as that is, that's a pretty weird glitch to happen. Oh, yeah. Open YouTube and play a fucking random set of videos. And it would happen, and that happened a few times. We'd go out and come back. Television's turned up full blast. And YouTube would have, like, videos of, like, of Guernsey. And it would have, like, biking around Guernsey. And it'd be, like, people on GoPros and shit. And we'd come back, like, what the fuck is this? It's like, and my missus, like, is trying to show us something. So I show us something. And then, once we left there, we sort, we met other people that live in the Havlet area. And they all complain about the same shit in different houses. All up where they do the hill climb. All where the brewery used to be. Yeah. All behind that area. That's where you said that the dog thing is. That's behind there as yeah. well. Same thing behind the cock and ball down. All that area. Other people all complaining the same shit as if that entire area is fucking haunted. Probably people from fucking um, Fort George is fucking with the peasants. <laughs> fucking be gone, peasants. And like the evidence would suggest to me we were being fucked with. Yeah. But I'm also not arrogant enough to say I know everything that goes on in the world. Yeah. Yeah? So you were remembering something. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's quite a short one. It's just, um, I was in a vulnerable place at the time because I had literally just woken up. So, my missus was at work. And I fucking, it was like... Wales? Yeah. Um, so, for starters, we had this big window inside of our room, but we had one on a study bunk. So, where my feet was, there was a big window there. And, like, I woke up, it was like, I don't know, four in the morning, the sun was, like, just coming up. And, like, fucking, I just heard this grinding noise. It's like, big droning... It was like something that like I wouldn't really necessarily expect to be hearing at four o'clock in the morning, and I like look, I just peeked out the window. It was like obviously sunrise, so it's all red and shit. But the whole sky was just kind of like grey, but not like a cloudy grey, more like a fucking like, more like kind of like a material grey. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening? I was half asleep by this point, so I just started fucking panicking, and I was like, wow. I fucking. Well, sometimes though the sky looks fucking weird. I was like, is this fucking? Is this the end? I I remember it like times when I was at school and we'd leave and and it would almost be pitch black because there's that much cloud and you'd be like what the fuck and it's the summer and it's like three in the afternoon and you leave school and it would be pitch almost pitch black and it'd be wind howling and I'm like six year old kid leaving school going what the fuck is going on so you can imagine how all these stories came about but how do you explain how do you explain the aurora lights like there's lots of shit you can't explain. So, the thing is, like, like, I thought it was like a fucking like War of the Worlds moment. I was like, it's like, so you, you, were, you were leaning towards aliens. Yeah, I was like, it's it's that's, fucking un, that's unnatural. So, yeah, it starts raining ash from the skies. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh baby, it's um, But yeah, fucking, this went on for like an hour until the sun had probably come up. I just couldn't get back to sleep because I was like, what the fuck's happening? I was like sweating and shit. I recorded back in London a weird humming sound Yeah. coming from the sky, like a drone. And I recorded it on my phone. Still to this day, I haven't got a fucking clue what it is. I woke up in the middle of the night and I could just hear it. And I was like, is this in my head? So the the missus of the time, like most of my stories, when I say the missus, I'm talking about various different people (laughs) at different stages in time, right? I'm like, wake up, can you hear this? She was like, Yes, it's a car. I'm like, cars don't go woom, woom. Like, that, don't make that fucking sound. She goes back to sleep. So, I go, 
what the fuck is that? So I get my phone, and this is way before phones were good enough to really record on. And I go outside, I'm holding it up to the sky, don't know why. But once I open the door, it's loud as fuck, and there's car alarms going off. Whatever this sound is, it's set car alarms off. Yeah. And it's just going... And when I open it, it doesn't sound like a whoom, whoom, like it did indoors. When I open it, it's like a constant without pause. And I touched the railings because my stairs were iron stairs because they're the stairs to the to out out of the flat. They were iron stairs to the floor. Yeah. So like the stairs weren't inside; they were outside. When I touched them, they were vibrating. So I'm I'm filming. I'm filming. I'm recording it, and. I'm like, maybe it's like boring in the ground or something. Like, do you know? I'm that's. I'm trying to think like what is causing Dude, it. It's fucking weird. And then, because of the time it was, my mate Matt, he lived up the street. So I was like, I'm gonna phone him. I phone him. I don't get no answer. His brother Simon lives in the same street. I yeah. phone him. I don't get no answer. So I'm gonna knock on their doors because it's bothering me. I'm like, this is. We like apocalyptic shit. I, that's what I'm thinking. The same as you. They are, just like, open the door. They've got no faces. So, yeah. so it's the fucking alien hours, mate. I walk down the stairs to go and knock on Simon's door first because he lives closest to me. And there's a guy there with his dog, and his dog is going fucking ape shit. I'm like, tell me, tell me, I ain't the only one who can hear that. And he was like, you think we can hear it? What do you think my dog can fucking hear? And this dog was going, it was like it had been attacked. He was fucking holding it back, this little Labrador, going fucking ape shit over whatever this sound is. I'm, and I'm recording, I'm showing, I'm like recording the dog going mad. I'm like holding, I'm like, like, there's no one else around other than me and this bloke. I'm like, right, that's enough, turn my phone off. And at this time, I'm thinking conspiracies, I'm thinking aliens, I'm thinking all sorts of shit. I go up the stairs, I get halfway up the stairs, and it goes, God. gone. And then you can hear birds start tweeting and shit. Like, it was all, it was like, like tinnitus, like fucking all encompassing fucking sound. God, I know how that feels. That just would not stop yeah. for about 45 minutes. To this day, I don't know what the fuck it was. And the next morning, I'm Googling it, I'm going on fucking websites, but then I'm finding all this trumpets of heaven, fucking them weird things in Russia that sound very similar, recording out the window. It's going, oh, like these weird sounds. I'm like, but these seem fake. And I remember I uploaded my video to YouTube and people went, fake, fake, fake. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm not, never found out an answer for it. The only thing I can think of is it was like, um, fracking or some shit. Fucking fracking. No, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe there's some fracking going on locally and that's when they're boring the ground and the vibrations, that's the sound it's causing. Don't know. But you couldn't hear, but you couldn't hear, fuck it. You couldn't hear the birds. And I think they just shut the fuck up at that point. Because the minute it stopped, they were going mad. They're flying about, flapping all over the place. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, four in the fucking morning, like with you hearing this weird thing and looking at the sky being weird. Or it's fucking aliens and some mad shit's going on. And I'd rather believe aliens than fucking ghosts, to be fair. That makes more sense. You got any weird sounds, weird things? Sleep paralysis. Thankfully, no, because sleep paralysis sounds fucking horrifying. See, I've had I had sleep paralysis a lot for a long time. That sucks. Um, and when I was a kid and much older, I'd hear people whisper my name, but I since found out what that was. So that was a medical. That's a medical thing. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, like I remember the first time I ever heard it, I was in, I was in my dad's car, and I must have been like four years old. I mean, someone just go, car. someone just go, Sam, 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 and me just shit myself. What the fuck? What the like that as a kid, and then um, I also remember years, years later, being asleep and waking up, and like I couldn't tell if I'm, you know, when you can't tell if you're awake or not, and I could hear this like going. It's like growling, going, and then song, Sam, 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 just like non-stop. And I remember screaming and trying to open the door. I couldn't get the door open because I'm, my scream must be so loud that it woke my mum. But my door opened outwards, not inwards. So my mum is trying to pull the door open, but I'm on the other side of the door trying to pull it towards me. And it's like like opening a bit and then slamming and then like because we're both pulling on the opposite thing. Uh, don't remember anything after that door being opened. And I used to get that all the time as a kid. Once I grew up, I realised that there's some sort of psychosis stuff going on with me. And once I figured that out, this stuff no longer fucking bothers me in my life at all. But for a long time, that was there. Like, and I would just have these fucking weird dreams, these weird fucking experiences. But I think. Grant saying like waking up, Leslie saying we're waking up and having just shit not making sense. Yeah, Yeah, like you must have had that. Or a dream that's put you in such a fucking foul mood. Yeah, I've had that before. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. It was like about, I must have been about 17, 18 at the time. And, you know... I'd had effectively a missus. I'm not gonna name names, I'm not really proud of it. Yeah. You know exactly what I mean. Yeah. Nobody's proud of that. No. At the time she was nice enough. And I don't, I can't remember what the fucking dream was about. Not being with her? <laughs> no, that would have been a good move. But no, have, have you ever had one of those dreams where it's just like an end of the world scenario kind of thing? Yeah. And then you wake up and you start seeing bits that happened in your dream happen throughout the day. Yes. Yeah, it's mad. It's crazy when that happens. I've had it happen a few times and I've been like, whoa. Like, and it's like directly after the dream. Like, it was it's almost, like, did it was I know? Like final destination shit. Yeah, did I know this? Did I already know this was going to happen? Yeah, I've had that a few times. You had that, Leslie? Hmm? Have you had that? Hmm. Where you've dreamt something and then in the day, things start reminding you of the dream you had. Yeah, I know, but the thing is, is sometimes my dreams are so vivid and I don't remember them so much that it kind of just melts into reality anyway. One that I had didn't so much put me in a bad mood, but it did put me on edge. And sure enough, what happened in the dream actually happened in real life. And it's kind of been a running joke for my family for a little while. It could have been worse. But when I first got my, like... I'm not sure how old it is in, in London or like the UK. But you know, over here you can get a bike at 14. Yeah. Like as long as it's like 50cc. So basically like a fucking hedge cut hedge cutter. Or a scooter or something like that. So I had a bike. And I was no, I'm normally pretty aware of everything anyway. But as as a joke, my old man went, you know, pay attention to everyone else because otherwise you'll be the one laying in the road with a broken leg. And he did literally say it as a joke. 
And then about three weeks later, I had a dream that I'd woken up in hospital and I didn't know where I was. The, the day that happened, I've gotten on my bike to school. I'm actually pretty sure it was Children in Need Day, which was the kicker. I'd accidentally gone through a closed road because I didn't, I couldn't see the sign because weather, because of where the sun was. Because I, I, I used to live down the, uh, down by the Longfrey. Yeah. So like south, like it's like down, down like sort of towards like the middle south of the island. So almost total that sort of area. Yeah, that sort of area. And I was at school at the north end of the island because that's where I was enrolled, and we moved while we were doing up our house. And annoyingly, they picked the ass in the nowhere, but I had a bike, so it didn't really matter too much. So I'd gone through a closed road, avoided hitting the people working on the road, and avoided going through the fucking hole in the road. Just ignored it completely, because I was like, oh, that could have been worse. Got through to, like, a set of lights by where the water plant is, and I rear-ended a taxi, because I slid on the I slid on some leaves. But nothing came of it. It was literally just a little dink. He was more worried that he'd injured me, and I was like, don't worry about it. It was literally just my brake slipped. So I didn't fall off. So you avoided holes in the road and workers. You smashed into a taxi and were fine. Yeah. And then... Then I got to along the front, like where... Would you know where salary in is? Yeah, yeah. Or like where it was. So like on the corner towards like the front. Everyone knows what salary corner is. Yeah. Where the salary inn used to be. I think it's like a property agent now. Rutford and... Uh, Something, yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's yeah, a corner, like, yeah. On that, there is a, there is a street that comes down through some of the lanes and there is a yellow line there. And there was a truck waiting there. I was like, you know, I've got right of way. I'm in a hurry because I'm going to be late for school. And he pulled out and hit me. And then I hit the wall, passed out for a little bit. Woke up with some fucking, some random guy and a guy from a fucking paramedic there. Just basically like, do you want the good news or the bad news? I was like, uh, fuck it, bad news first. I suppose I might as well get that out of the way. Your leg's broken. Like, awesome. What's the good news? You're not dead. Real. So okay, I'll repeat, what's the good news? So like the day after you dreamt that shit? The, the day I dreamt and that a couple shit. Of de- a couple of weeks after your old man had said to you, Watch out for them, say one more time. Yeah. But the Some serendipitous shit. So then then they gave me fucking drugs to basically like stop the pain, so like nitrous oxide and shit. So I was going very much in and out of consciousness. And when I woke up I was back I was actually in hospital in a hospital bed. And there was no one else around me. And that's what my dream was. And I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, it's not it's weird, yeah. I've had some weird dreams. I had this dream once, right? Where I was massively in love with some girl. Yeah. I'm like 15. Last last year, last year of school, right? And I'm dreaming about this girl, this blonde girl. And like, we're fucking hanging out. And I'm talking like dreaming what would be about six weeks of real time. Just like waking up, doing this, hanging out. So I'm like, I woke up, I'm really fucking sad when I wake up because I'm like, the feeling ain't real. Like, yeah. I'm like still feeling it because it's a dream and it's, it's pumped into you and I'm like feeling fucking weird. Yeah. I have to go to school and I, I used to get a train because there was only one stop but it was way, way quicker than getting a bus. 
I could get up later, get on the train, and be at school way earlier than getting the bus, and it was roughly the same. The the travel card I could get, including the train anyway, it was roughly the same. Woke up late, I'm feeling fucking flustered, I run out of the house, I'm trying to catch the train, miss the train, so I have to get on the bus. The bus I'm getting on isn't the usual bus that goes straight to my school. It's one that goes to the high street and then I need to get a second bus to get to school. Oof. I've still got 20 minutes. From getting to the high street, I'll still have 20 minutes to get to school. I get on this bus. My bus doesn't show up. I've now got like five minutes to get to school. I know I'm going to be late because the bus to school drops me a five-minute walk away from school. So even if it turns up now, it didn't turn up. It's now time to be at school. Now, 10 minutes late for school. Still no fucking bus. I could have walked it now. Yeah. You know? I'm now 20 minutes late. Still no bus. So I cross the road. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going home. Get on the bus on the opposite side to go home. Because I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go home and say I feel sick to my mum. Well, my nan. My mum would have been at work. Yeah. Get on the bus and I fall asleep. I wake up and I'm in Lewisham. It's just the end of the bus yeah. thing. It's now been well past an hour since I should have been at school. I'm like, okay, well, I need to just get off the bus here. This is Lewisham train station. I'm going to get a train from Lewisham back down to where I live. That's the quickest route. Because the bus stop is at the train station. Get off, get on this train. I get on this train and the girl of my dream is sat there on her way to a school which is not anywhere near me. Just sat there. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, how the fuck did that? Like, and then the chance of it was that I missed the train earlier. I fucking, the bus didn't show to go to school. I fell asleep and now I'm on this thing. So I was like, I have to talk to this girl. And in my dream, the name was Jessie. And I went, Jessie, right? And she went, no, Jessica. It's close enough. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck? And I tried talking to her and she went, fucking having any of it. Yeah. But I just remember like, and then I, and then I went home and I was fucked up for about a week after that. I was like, this, that was fucking weird. This yeah. did, like, why the, like, the dream was like me, I just left school, um, so I didn't have to go to school anymore and we both had jobs and we were like hanging out and like doing adult stuff that I wouldn't have been doing at 16 going to, for drinks at bars doing that and yet that's what I'm fucking dreaming and it wasn't it wasn't real at all yeah I have a strange relationship with dreams yeah it's like when I was um when I was a lot younger like probably about moving on to like eight nine ten ish I used to have like recurring nightmares but like nightmares to the point that I would wake up like fucking sweating and screaming and stuff so like this comes into why I believe the placebo effect is a very real thing. Um, so my mum got me a dream catcher, yeah. and then they just all stopped. However, then I stopped remembering what I dream about. It's very weird. So it's like maybe like the effect kind of like works, but at the same time, maybe I'm still having these fucking dreams, but I just can't remember them. To this day, I have very, very vi- vivid, wild, imaginative dreams. Yeah. And I remember them in the morning when I wake up. I only remember like shards, if that. But then like, I'll remember them in the morning and I'll be like, oh, that was a weird dream. And I'll say like, 
first person I'll speak to will be like, oh, I had a fucking weird drink. But yeah. oh, if okay. I don't do that, by lunchtime, You'll forget, I yeah. don't. I was going to say, I get that with my missus all the time because she'll always set, like, send me a message in the morning and like, oh, fuck, I had this one weird dream. And some of the stuff she fucking comes out with is like, what the fuck? Like, not a dream. Actually, no, fuck it. I'll, I'll tell a dream so tell a different story. I had this dream when I was about 17 that was so fucking vivid that I wrote it down. I still have it. I still have the save file on the computer now. I've always kept hold of it. This might be long. I had this dream that I was it was some it was my girlfriend's birthday. Not a girl I know. A girl actually lived in a house of a girl I used to fancy, right? But it wasn't her. She was at my nan's house, which is where I lived at the time. And we'd had sex. Yeah. That's where the dream starts. I'm in bed. I love you, it's your birthday. It's like well overly romantic bullshit. Like it's really fucking like something you see in a film, some dreamy shit. She's like, oh, okay, uh, well, I best go home. Family have got a fucking meal for me. It's nine o'clock. I've got to leave. She goes downstairs. I see her to the door. And it's like, I love you. Like, really over-the-top romantic bullshit. Kissing. Teenage drama bullshit that would have been around at the time. When I'm 17, I'm trying to think, like, 2000 fucking... 2000, 2001, something like that. Yeah. So... In this dream, I go into the kitchen because downstairs at my nan's old house was the kitchen and the toilet was behind the kitchen. So I walk through the kitchen, go to the toilet. In my dream, I come back and it's all stormy, lightning flashing and shit. I walk into the kitchen and all the, all the cutlery and knives and shit are on the floor. The kitchen. This is my dream. I'm like, what the fuck? Try not to step on it. I don't go, I'm going to pick it up. It's a dream, you know. I wasn't in control of this dream. Sometimes you can be in control of your dream. Like a lucid dreaming yeah. boy. But this I wasn't. So I walked past it all. And it's like the weird thing is the house was empty. Like none like my like when when my mum and dad split up, my my mum moved us into my nan's and like my nan's house was like fucking like a six bedroom house. So I had an uncle living there, like my sister, my mum, my nan, like my cousin lived in a room, like the house was just full of fucking people all the time. For whatever reason, this dream was empty. I walk up the stairs, go back to my bedroom. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I'm so in love. It's brilliant. Like That's how the dream was. And then it's like, boom, 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 on, on my window, which was my legitimate window, which was next to my bed. Turn a light on, girlfriend's head hanging by the window. Decapitated. Oof. Right? The dream doesn't stop there. It's almost like a film. And I, to this day, it then skips and it's like a year later yeah and i'm at the college and the college is where that place i said we burnt last week right it's there yeah it's a college and they're like shelly's a bit weird talking to these lads and like ever since that night that killer murdered loads of people shelly's been strange because it was her uncle or whatever and then there's this girl shelly and she's like i'm like looking after horses and she's all like weird right I like horses, horses are my favourite. And she's like disabled, like her mind's gone. So from there, I'm like, my mates are like, listen, it's the one year anniversary of your missus dying. We're going back to yours. We're going to get pissed. We're going to have a fucking good time. We're going to hang out with you. We're like, okay. And they're like, should we invite Shelly? We're like, nah, nah, fuck Shelly. She's weird. Right. So then, and this is my legitimate friends at the time in this fucking dream. 
we all go back to my house and my mate Rob, my mate Kurt, my mate Dave, like legitimate people that are still around now. I told them all the time to dream. And they were like, what the fuck are you dream? So we go back to my house. Again, no one is there. It's just us. We're watching films. We're drinking booze. I go to the toilet again the same way I did before. My mate Rob was like, I'm going to go get more alcohol. We, and, and this is why dreams are weird, right? He goes outside in the back garden to get alcohol. Why it's outside, who knows? Doesn't come back. Yeah. I come back from the toilet. Where the fuck's Rob? Where the fuck's Rob? The TV starts bleeding. Yeah? Yeah. We run over the TV. He's been stuffed inside. Like, this could not legit, like, this could not happen when people sat there, right? So, this is where it goes a bit weird, right? So, now we run out of the house. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah? How is he in the TV stuffed up dead? Bleeding yeah. everywhere. The, t- the screen is going, you know, but it's red. Yeah? Because his blood's in it. Again, wouldn't fucking happen. Yeah. yeah. We're running up the street. We start seeing bodies everywhere. People are just fucking murked on the floor. We're running towards where the college is, which is where that that uh, plate that that the center was. Because we're gonna cut through the park, and legitimately, if you went through that park and cut through the pathway we took, you'd get to Dave's house. That's actually how you would get to his house. He was with me. We're running through there. We get to the uni bit. And then all we can see is smoke and flames. And we look, and there's all these hooded motherfuckers burning bodies in a pile, chanting shit. Yeah? So we run past them. And we hide in. They start fucking chasing us. And we get to Dave's house. Yeah? We finally get to Dave's house. We start locking the doors. His cunts banging on the walls. All this shit like that. Then they leave. They're just unexplicably gone. Yeah. We're alone. Dave's like, this is too much. Rob's dead. Fucking... My mum's missing, my brother's missing, like, at his house. So, for some reason, the three of us lay on his bed. Like, just go and lay on his bed, and we're like, what the fuck's going on? There's no power, there's no this. And then the fucking roof caves in, his mum falls through the roof dead. Right? Yeah. Just dead, the dead corpse of his mum. And then, that's when I wake up, at this point. There's no, no more to that than, than that. That's pretty hardcore. But I, remember, I just remember it, like, to this day... Remember vividly that dream, and I remember there was something about someone singing, like some weird fucking song, like like, and something to do with the Shelly, the weird fucking horse girl, like some mad shit. But I cannot remember all of it. Couldn't remember. All of it. That's the only bit I remember. But it was way longer than that. It was like a whole, like a whole film's worth. Because sometimes dreams and movies. You can make that connection of how movies work and how they run, run time of a movie and how scenes skip. Yeah. Sometimes that fits how a, a dream runs where one time, when you're at one place in your dream and then you're now suddenly at another place and there's, there's been a time jump and there's no explanation of it. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's fucking, just to this day, you still remember it. I, I remember first thing I did was write it down. And I still, I still have the file, but... I can only write down what I remember, which was that. Yeah. I just told. Wow. You had any weird dreams, Chris? You're smiling, you're looking, you're like, oh, uh, shit. Very similar ones. Not so much the whole power, like, paranormal cunt, paranormal cunt, fucking paranormal cult stuff. More more akin to, like, the whole zombie apocalypse end of the world style stories. And... It was when I was at college, and it would have been at college, and like you know, fucking 
pulse of one like fucking TV and on, on the radios. The whole spiel about the fucking dead rising, you know, don't go outside, don't interact with them, don't try and help them, this, that and the other. And of course, us being conscious, like, ah, fuck it, let's go and deal with it. Let's go, let's go somewhere safe. Play too many games. You've yeah, seen too many much. shit. Yeah. Too, too violent. I should, I should stop. And for whatever fucking reason, we just went, fuck it. Let's go to um, B&Q and hole up there. Looking back on it in my dream, it's not the best idea. The bird's made of fucking glass. Where you work now would be a better idea. Yeah. yeah. No, no. If it was where I work now, I'd want to die. But <laughs> that's besides the point. But it was almost like walking through the high street and trying to find safe places to either go and scavenge for supplies or just find a safe place to hold up. And how long in terms of time was your dream? Hours? Days? Because sometimes it's fucking days. Like, yeah. It felt like a day, but I did have the dream more than once. And we always came to the same conclusion of, fuck it, we'll go to Castle Point and hold up there. Well, that would be the logical fucking choice. So we'll go. We'll go to like Admiral Park. We'll grab some. We'll grab food. We'll grab some weapons from B and Q. Then we'll go to. We'll go to fucking to the castle. To the close castle. The fucking close ball. the portcullis. Close the fucking gates. Park the van behind it and just wait there. Yeah. Until and there's grass and you can fish and you can. Yeah, you can like farm. There's even a little bay inside it. Apparently, I've not seen it, but apparently there is a way you can park boats up against it, um, around the back. Yeah, it's right, it's around the back, but you can't get to it through the castle anymore because it's been blocked off. Yeah, if it's a zombie apocalypse, you'd be unblocking that shit for a start. But there, but it would always end when we were like the dream would always end when we were in B and Q, because it's it's quite a public area. People were going to be there when it happened. And we just got fucking murked. We will do a Walking Dead episode where we can talk about our own plans for zombie apocalypse. But here's one thing I never hear anyone say. It's always come to mind. Mm-hmm. Health food shop, protein powder. Yeah. That shit doesn't just go off. stock pile the fuck out of protein powder, powder and vitamins. You don't need fuck all else. As long as you've got a source of water somehow... You don't need anything else. Yeah, just protein powder and supplements. Yeah, and 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 no, everyone will be robbing Sainsbury's or something for tins, or fucking you know Asda or wherever. You'd be in the health of Holland and Barrett, and just everything they've got, whatever the fuck it, no matter what it is, it'd be fucking herbs, it'd be whatever it is, all of that shit. You just fucking that's what you take, and it'd be lightweight in comparison to everything else. Yeah, if you'll stop piling tins of beans. Well, how many tins of beans can you carry in terms of weight? In comparison to sachets of protein powder. Or like fucking or, four or five tubs of protein. Which yeah, or fucking... Like one, 20 to 24 meals a pop. Yeah, like fucking... Yeah, or Slim Fast or some shit. It's, just, it, it's technically meal powder. Like, like you repeat, yeah. And you would get enough nutrients out of it as long as you took vitamins. But where will you find the vitamins? You'd also find a fuck time dried fruit. Jerky. Jerky, all that shit there. Which is long-lasting stuff that you haven't got to worry about. Nuts, all that. Yeah. That's where you'd find it. So everyone else would go nuts and grab fucking cans of fucking Coke. That's got sugar in it. That's got its. But the best place would be any health food shop. Any health shop. Yeah. And in town, there's two. Holland yeah. Barrett and um, Hansa. And they're right opposite each other. Yeah. More or less. If you cut through the market building. Yeah. 
And that that's that would be my first because I live in town. That'd be my first fucking thing. I'd go there and I would load up and I'd go back and forth from the castle to there as a group and do as much. And once and then the castle. Also, another thing about health food shop, often you can buy seeds. So you can plant seeds. And yeah. uh, at the castle, you can also fish if you know how to fish. And oddly enough, there's a fishing museum in there. There is. So there's fishing equipment in there. And you'd be fucking fine. You just hoard yourself in there. Yeah. And fish and then use any greenery to plant. Probably couldn't have more than about 30 people living there to sustain it. But 30 is enough to be able to hoard off anything. Yeah. And then you're right by the harbour. So if there's a chance of nicking boats, you're in the right spot to nick a couple of yachts. Bring them around the back and anchor them behind the castle where only you get to them. And then you're fucking dandy. Because then you can go real fishing. You can go right out and fish. I would say you could nick the liberation, but it's probably on fucking technical. Probably. Well, that'd be the only problem. Fucking imagine a cruise ship's in. There's a zombie apocalypse and a cruise ship's in. That thing gets overrun and it fucking spills into the sea. Oh, speaking of that. Thousands of the fuckers would show up. On on a fucking topic of, like, video games, because we are a video game podcast primarily. Yeah. Have you played Resident Evil Revelations? No, which is the yacht one. The the, The the cruise ship one. Yeah. I played one for maybe the Game Boy Advance that was on a yacht. I, maybe yeah, even that's, the, that's, that's, maybe um, even a Game Boy Color. I think that's yeah, that's Resident Evil Game Boy, isn't it? Uh, it's really bad. Or Resident Evil Gaiden. Gaiden, that's it. Gaiden? Yeah, it is Gaiden. That's, that's the Resident name. Evil Dead Aim is on a boat. As yeah, well, but Dead like Aim a ship, like yeah, a shipping. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. It was just. I said it was good. Okay, this is bad. But no, it's. Dead Aim is a shooter, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of like Survivor because uh, Survivor. Uh, I liked Survivor. It's not a shooter in the way the games like House of the Dead are. Like, you can freely move around, but the combat was you had to go into, like, first person and actually have a light gun to do it. Yeah, that's basically the same as Survivor. So you'd move your... It'd be first person, and you would move around. You could move around with the, with the gun, mm. so you could press forward and back on the gun, and then left and right... But that was a button to go into yeah. combat. And then, yeah. yeah, and then you'd have to trigger to combat. Yeah, similar to that, though. But that one and Revelations 1, it's almost like everyone goes, like, you know, what would happen if a zombie apocalypse happened on a fucking island or like a small town or something like that? It's like, no, what if I went on a cruise ship? Because you've got no way out. You'd be fucked on a cruise ship. You'd have to get one of the lifeboats. You'd have to stockpile at least a year's worth of food for yourself. And you'd have to worry about no one but the people you care about. Mm. You could not take any other cunt. You could not. No. This because you these boats, lifeboats now have motors in right on cruise ships. So you technically you'd be able to drive it somewhere. Where the fuck are you? Well, this is where are you? Like, come on. Where the fuck? Where? Which way do you go? Like, there ain't enough information for that. You'd need to stockpile a year's worth of food, and you you better hope the weather's not shit. Hmm. Because you could be out there for six months before you meet another human being. And again, if a zombie apocalypse happens on a cruise ship, there's a good chance it's happening everywhere else. So when you land, you're fighting shit off. Yeah, that was a fun game. Yeah, that's what I wanted from the, the State of Decay 2. Yeah. 
And they failed. What a failure failure that game is. Yeah, what absolutely. a shame. What a shame. Because I really liked the first one. I was like, oh, it's basically just going to be the first one with multiplayer. I was like, first cool. one multiplayer and bigger. Excellent. This sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Plus more crafting, plus more this. Turns out, they were, well, my problem with it is they went way, way too heavy on the you need to get a cure nonsense. In the first one, fuck it, people die. Like, if I can cure two people, I'm happy, but most of them are going to die, and I know that. So I try to be safe. I try and play safe. In this one, people just start getting sick for no fucking reason. Yeah, it's quite annoying. It should be that way, though. So anyone else got any more ghost stories? Because I've got a few. I've got the main one, the one that I call the main one, the one that if you spoke to my mum or my dad, they would bring up for me being a kid. Yeah. I mean, so anyone else got anything like no, that? I'm good. I don't really have any more. No. I'm positive now. As someone who, fuck it, I don't use my real name on podcast anyway. So it doesn't matter. As someone who's been uh, diagnosed with uh, dissociative identity disorder, which I have. That this is some form of like fucking psychosis or something that happened to me when I was a kid. Much like hearing zap, zap, zap. Yeah. Positive, that's what that is now. It's just I was so young, I hadn't been diagnosed with shit. Didn't know anything about it. That's just, you know, me thinking things are whispering to me. So, it's Halloween. Yeah. And... I loved the Ghostbusters. That was the big thing at the time. Yeah. yeah. Fucking loved the Ghostbusters cartoon. I must have been like seven years old. Loved the fucking two films. Well into them. Thought they were fucking awesome. Ghost did not scare me. To me, Ghost were Ghostbusters. That's where I got my ideas for Ghost from. So, all day, for the couple last couple of days, BBC have been advertising this TV show called Ghost Watch. Yeah where they've got a haunted house and they're going to it with Michael Parkinson and presenters from the kids' TV show. and from the so and Sarah Green from Going Live on Saturday mornings is going to go and visit the haunted house on Halloween. So I'm like, I want to fucking watch this. So my parents are like, go to bed, but I had a TV in my room. I start watching it, yeah? First thing you hear is the Ghostbusters thing. And they're like racing around the streets. We're going to the haunted house. And they get there and they're presenting it as like live. Like we are live. But obviously it's all pre-recorded. Now you know it's pre-recorded, right? Yeah. And they're like back in the studio with Michael. And he's like, we've got phone calls coming in saying that a ghost was looking for a mirror at the daughter. And like giving it all this shit. Fucking hey demons, it's me, your yeah. boy. So they go shit. they go back to, to the, the house and like... So it's, it's called Mr. Pipes and he comes down the pipes and he rattles the pipes and he tries to take tries to take my sister out of the bedroom and he tries to drag her into the into the cupboard under the stairs because we had to nail the door in the cupboard under the stairs because there's a basement and we're not allowed in the basement. Mummy says no. And it's all this shit, I mean, right? if like if corpse parties taught me anything about ghosts, they don't give a fuck about solid objects. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so, so I'm like, corpse parties, good. Corpse parties, really yeah. good. Never forget me. Fucking mayonnaise, mate. I'll tell you what, of course, it's a shame it didn't get renewed for more. What a fucking... I was going to say, I played through the game. Oh, uh, you played through the game. I've also seen the anime. Yeah, so I saw the anime. Is what that, a good you, anime. What yeah. a fucking good anime. It's, it's the bit when they pull Mayu through the wall, when she just turns into fucking just gore. But I liked it that everything had a flip side. 
Yeah. Every single ghost, every single situation they're in, did, did had you know, a flip side. The ending of the anime isn't actually in the game, no. and the game has like fifteen endings. Might have to check it out. It's really most good. of them are bad. Pretty much all of them are bad. So I'm watching this shit anyway. Ghost of Fingers like last night we recorded the house while everyone was sleeping, and you see the girl laying in the bed, and there's just a dude standing there looking at her like. A guy who looks like some sort of brown monk, like fucking habit wearing dude. And I remember just sitting there in bed and then watching this black and white CCTV style footage going, what the fuck? He's brought out fucking swiggity sweet. I'm coming for that booty. But no, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? Because yeah. to me, that's not what ghosts are. Ghosts are ghosts, but slimer. Like I'm not, I'm not fucking, what, a man? A fucking random dude standing in your room. So I start shitting myself. I'm like, what the fuck? Carry on watching because I'm a kid and even though it's scaring me, I'm going to carry on watching. Yeah, I had that shit with Silent Hill. That's why I kept playing it. The next thing is, it skips to the downstairs and all the cupboards fly open in the kitchen and all the fucking, all, all the glassware and fucking shit, the china and stuff comes flying out, the plates smash, smash, smash. And I go, ghosts are real. Like, that's my... And I fucking run downstairs to my parents. I'm like, they're real, they're real. Ghosts are real, ghosts are real. They're real, they're real. And so my dad goes, sit with us, yeah? And they're like, they were watching The Fog. It's a horror, horror yeah, film, yeah. yeah? So he goes, well, what were you watching? Oh, it's Ghost Watch, but it's got Sarah Green in it. And she's from a kids' TV presenter. Like, she's from Sat- Saturday morning BBC, BBC Saturday TV, which everyone fucking knows, right? Gordon the fucking Gopher, whatever it was, right? That's what it was. Philip Schofield back then. That's yeah. that's who it was. So they go, oh, we'll put it on and you'll watch it with us, right? So they put it on and it's showing you stuff coming out of cupboards. My dad's going, that's a stagehand because obviously he was a stagehand. He's like chucking shit around the room. But me, I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Well, this, yeah, is, they- this is fucking real. And then they go back to the studio. It's Michael Parkinson and he starts speaking in tongues. This is legitimately, you can look it up. He starts going... And Medusa said, I need... To, and he's just fucking chatting bollocks. And he smashes the table in front of him. And it's like, why would Michael Parkinson do that? He's possessed. The girl gets dragged in a basement. You see this fucking man strolling across everywhere. People, there's wind blowing around the room. The fucking windows are shattering. Like, there's... The bit at the bottom is like the phone line. People phoning in. They're going, my glass table shattered. And there's a man at my window. And it's like, they went... They went over the top with making this look legit. Like, this is reality TV before reality TV existed. Or, yeah. No, this is found footage before found footage existed. Yeah. I'm shitting myself. I go to bed. I'm so fucking scared of ghosts that night that I'm like, I can't sleep. So my parents go to bed and it's like 12 at night and I, I'm like fucking shit myself. So I t- put the TV on. And Let's go to watch again. No, no, I'm <laughs> flicking through, and it, it's the fly too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm watching this, and it, and it didn't scare the fly. The first fly, I'd already seen the first fly because my yeah. mate John used to get all the videos that we weren't allowed to see. Yeah. And it was the bit with the dog and the fucking mutated dog, and he's feeding it, and it's all fucking tries to snap him, and he has to put it down. That's really sad. Finished the fly too. I'm feeling all right now. That film's grim. Yeah. Feeling okay. I wake up and there's a man at the end of my bed. Oof. Just stood there, right, in a dress. 
a long gown like dress a purple dress wow. bored dude he's got this fucking big medallion around his neck he just legitimately fucking stood there and i to this day my dad like his his he says the door to our bedroom flew open so fast that my dad had jumped up ready to fight because he thought someone had broken in because there's no way a child and he said, and then I saw it was you. And he said, you were screaming. You were crying. You were saying there was a man in your room. So my dad is like, what the fuck? And it's gone in there. And he's like, gone fucking apeshit thinking some dude broke into the house. That hadn't happened. Yeah. And I remember like in the fallout of this, my sister had to move in my room from her room. They had to move her bed. I could not sleep in on my own. I had to sleep with my parents or she had to move in. Our beds were apart. I had to push them to get together because I couldn't... I had to be near someone else. I had to sleep with the light on. I couldn't sleep with my door closed anymore. I had to have the door open. I had to have the light on in the hallway. Like, I couldn't go to the toilet by myself. And I was like that for like a year after this thing. And like, to this day, outside of scaring myself for the TV show, my mind just showing me random shit. Cannot explain it. Cannot explain what I saw. Cannot explain how that was to me. And then the worst thing is, a couple of years later, once I was fully over it, I remember being, my granddad had died actually, because he died when I was 12. He died the day after my 12th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I went round to my nan's, and uh, me and my cousin had to sit there. And my mum gave us loads of money. I've told this story before. My mum, we watched films, we ate food. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I woke up at like, like 12 at night and I was throwing up. And then they came and went to me and went, go to bed, go to bed. But as I was throwing up, the phone went. And the next day, that's the phone call to say he died. And my cousin was like, you woke up ill because he had died. And yeah. he was going, that's psychic. And that freaked me out. A couple of days have gone past since he died. And we were going through his old photos. His dad was the mayor of Greenwich. Yeah. And the picture of his dad was a bald guy in a purple robe with a big medallion around his neck. Oof. And I remember at that age, now I'm like 12, going, that's what I saw at the end of my bed. That's what I saw that night. I saw my great-granddad standing there. And then, but then I was like, so didn't, this is way, not before atheism, I didn't believe in fucking God or anything at this point. Yeah. But I was like, oh, if it's my great granddad, it didn't mean any harm. Yeah. That's how I processed it. Now, I think I've probably seen that photo before. Well, yeah, to be I, fair, like, the way the brain works is really weird. It was probably a hallucination. I'd seen this thing, guy in a, in a dress, uh, or no, sorry, on the, on what, the guy in a habit with a bald head was the antagonist of what I'd been watching. I'd probably seen the photo of my great granddad before. Yeah. So, therefore... My mind just meshed this shit together and I woke up and that's how it is. Yeah. But it's crazy how the mind works. Oh, absolutely. It's like, then, the brain's a really complex organism. Oh, no, for sure. So I think that's probably it for this week. Yeah. There's a good chance, <laughs> there's a good chance if TN's around next week, we might do another one of these. I reckon we should see if we can get Andy in for this. Yeah? I reckon he's got some good stories to tell. I think so, yeah. And then maybe we won't call the next one Nostalgia. Maybe we just call it Storytelling. In chat and shit part three. Yeah. We'll call this nostalgia part B, and next week will be storytelling part A. 
because I think I think we could go all night, but it's getting late. We're all fucking hungry. It's later than I thought it was, so that's a night, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.